Yay, hey. Max, guess where I am? I'm at Beach RC, dude. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah, we're live at Beach RC. We made the three and a half hour, about three hour drive down here this morning for good internet. So uh, we can do this live. You know what? So, yeah, good stuff. We got cars in the background here, as you can hear, like some, some electric cars, you know, all that good stuff. Which intro should we drop this week, Max? Should we drop the Nationals intro or should we drop the intro for the podcast? I mean, we're, we're still doing like the Nationals recap. So, yeah. I mean, I think we should drop the National form. I agree. And you know what? Oh, we need all you guys to share this stuff. We want to get over 100 viewers this week. We're doing this live. We got, we've, we've, we've got some big news to talk about her. So, you know what, Max? I think it's time to drop the Nationals intro one last time before we finish up her. Yeah, let's do that. Nitro is the glory. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. Yes, indeed. Nitro is the glory, but E-Buggy pays the bills. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode number 131 of the No Name RC Podcast. I'm your host, Keena White, a.k.a. Left to the Great, and to my... On the screen, he's to my right, but in real life, he's to my left. Maximus Mortimus. What's up, Max, with his army hat? I'm doing good. Uh, finished work a few hours ago. Been chilling. Just released a new video. That's why I was a bit late from the podcast. Oh, I was so walking in front of this. Kid. Okay, I was getting a little bit worried. So, yeah. hey, we are live from Beach RC. Uh, me and the, Mike Hill, the, the real Mike Hill and I made a trip uh, early this morning. We woke up at 5 and we was on the road by 6. And we came down here because it has good internet. We're going to have Brent on. And, I mean, it's cool. We're going to do some racing here afterwards, I think, and have fun. So, hey, look, guys, we need you to share this. Excuse me. We have a lot to talk about. I have some news to say after this, sir. And I don't know. It, there's a there's a button on there. We can do super chats and stuff like that. So if you guys feel like, you know, supporting the podcast and doing some super chats, that helps us out a lot, too. And I think we're going to open up the phone lines here later on. But, uh, yeah, we got some information. We got a lot to talk to talk about. And uh, nice hat, Brenner, bro. I, uh, <laughs> he's talking, but that's David. So before we go on further, I want to say shout out and say thank you to all of the NNRC squad around the world. Without you guys, we couldn't do this. The, the, the Facebook is growing. We blew up this week. We was there. We was at the Nationals. We got to see everything, everything, how, how, how it unfolded. I have some more video that I'm going to release this week, hopefully, uh, if Rowan gets his act together and gets in her. Max, why don't you just message Rowan and tell him to come in her because he's got some video to set up and all that there. Uh, shout out to the patrons of the podcast. Without you guys, we couldn't do this. You guys helped us go to the Nationals. We had a blast. And I want to say shout out to Mike Hill because if it wasn't for him, I would not have been able to do this. He was my transportation. He was taking all the videos that you saw. He did a good job. He was also like a fly on the wall. He got a lot of good scoops and good information and caught things. Uh, I was super happy about that. We, we knocked it out of the park. 
we're looking already at what we can do better and hopefully we can do this again for you guys because we had a good time and just to check how are our levels if we're a little bit low let us know so we can adjust our volume if you do hear some background noise they're running uh 10 scale behind us on the tracker which we'll be doing later so thank you to mike hill for that and i have to shout out the awesome sponsors because they helped us go there too so of course we have Mayako, tnr fuels high-tech rc sun city rc raceway obviously beach rc techno rc manscape.com lugs rc jq racing racecraft usa wally builds papa willis traction tonic house of rc we had a lot of help from him doing the uh nnrc cup and stuff we'll talk about jq threads and i think i said wally builds remember every, i thank you dakri man for the super sticker it's working thank you we appreciate that share this guys share this we need to make this go viral uh we have a lot to talk about so thank you to all the sponsors and remember Showing the sponsors some love shows the podcast some love. Let's talk about the Nationals. But before we get into the Nationals, Max, just a little chit-chat. You was out testing this weekend? Yeah. Yeah, I was out testing. Uh, I've been enjoying the summer. It's been almost 30 degrees for a few days. Today we had a huge storm. So probably not going to be practicing for a while. But uh, let's see. I mean, I've been enjoying summer, to be honest. So that that's where I am. I am at. Really? So summer's been going good for you. You're having fun, doing summery things. That's always a good thing. You was camping this weekend too. Yeah. Right? Yeah, exactly. That's that's uh, also one thing. Well, we do camping in winters, but it's a lot more fun during the summer. Yeah. So yeah, I wouldn't want to be that's, camping. That's in been fun as well. Below, like you know, when rain there's a freezing, you don't want to be out there. So that's how it kind of works. <laughs> So, yeah. anyway, um, yeah, we went to the Nationals, Max. Thanks for your help as well with uh, joining us. I know it was a little bit difficult, but it worked out fine. It was kind of difficult because, yeah. uh, you know, people were watching the racing and we didn't really get that much people on. But it, for everybody that tuned in and joined us, we appreciate it. Um, thank you for coming on and watching us during the Nationals. It was awesome. Uh, we, we, we greatly appreciate the support. So, anywho, you know what, Max? You know what? Before we go on any further, I have to pay some bills right off the bat because I haven't been paying no bills this week. So I got to pay some bills here. I'm just trying to find it. And we're going to go in and talk about one of the something that didn't, didn't happen at the Nationals but happened during the Nationals or just after the Nationals, which, uh, which is the only bit of news that I want to talk about. So before I go on any further, I want to talk to you guys about Manscaped.com. As you guys know, this podcast is sponsored by Manscaped. I just got the lawnmower 4.0. I've used it. I love it. They sent me a new shirt. Uh, the new lawnmower 4.0 is wireless charging. It, it does not cut you. Trust me. I went down and did some aggressive manscaping, and I saved. I, uh, I, I was able to. Uh, what's up? We got people walking across here. That's great. This is, we're in a hobby shop. We're on a track. And, um, yeah, go, check your, go get yourself a lawnmower 4.0 care package. It comes with, like, ball deodorant, underpants, and a t-shirt and other stuff to take care of your family jewels. I love it. I'm going to be, when I get back home, I'll be manscaping again. Uh, I, I'm grateful that they're on her end. Please, if you guys can, go to www.manscaped.com. Use the promo code, no name in all caps, and you will save 20% off your order. And you guys can get this uh, delivered for free to anywhere in America and Canada. Not in Europe yet, but I believe they have the, I don't know if they have the Lomar 4.0 in Europe. Hey, guys, please share this. Please, please share this. We need to share this. Okay. So, Max, big news, big news coming out of the Nationals. Not unexpected. 
Horizon has bought AKA. What do you think about yeah. this? Yeah, well, there's there's a few things to say about this. First is, uh, as you said, uh, the same week the Nationals happened, uh, they bought AKA. So to me, it's pretty freaking obvious. They, they were trying to do it at a time where it gets as little as possible the media space. <laughs> I mean... I, I think I think that's very very clear. Then to what this sale actually means. So, what what they said is they bought the assets. Well, <laughs> they yeah. they bought the assets of uh, AKA, which means that they just own the company AKA, but they don't own the business of AKA. I don't understand that. Which, in, which in real life terms means that. Uh, AKA uh, works as its own entity and has power or its own, like they can have their own CEO, they can have their own manufacturing and that. But uh, Horizon Hobbies just owns their debt basically. So, so what I think happened was AKA was nearing bankruptcy mm -hmm. and uh, Horizon Hobbies said, okay, we're going to take your debt and now, now we own you. I believe that's what happened. It could oh, be fine. that Horizon just bought them uh, with money, but most likely, I believe AK was like nearing bankruptcy, and uh, Horizon just bailed them out and keeps AK going now. Yeah, I, so I that's, believe that's, that's my what's take gonna, on it. I believe that's what's going to happen. I mean, I mean that's, the, that's the that's the only reason why they would buy just the assets because if they really wanted like AK tires as well, they would buy the company and their like business as well. But they only bought the assets. So, yeah, that's what I think. I'm, I'm a little bit. I mean, I think this was just natural. We knew this was going to happen. I mean, AKA has not been under the best management for many years now. I mean, even when we was running them, it was hard. But to get managing time. will stay though. Uh, managing well, won't. Stay. Well, they management, will be, everything. Go ahead. Let me. Yeah. I, I believe, like you said, management will stay, but now they'll be able to be more productive. If they were, if they were smart, what they would do is move production of AKA over here to the East Coast and produce Proline tires and AKA tires here. And then that's easier shipping over to Europe and it's easier to cater to all the people here on on the East Coast. So it's going to be interesting to see but how I don't this think goes. They, yeah, but I, I mean, but still that, that that's not going to happen because AKA is still its own company. Nothing really changes. Just the name and the paper changes really. So... Pretty much the only thing that changes for AK is now is we are short for money. Let's uh, ask Horizon to have some. That's pretty much the only thing that's going to change here. That's got, what I think. We I got guess. Brent here. He's going to join us in a bit. He's uh, been so gracious to have us on her. Um, yeah, I I don't know. I I just don't see this, but we'll see. I don't think. Do you think they're going like, to dissolve AKA or just make their products? I don't think anything's going to change. Nothing's going to change, I, I believe. Really? I, a I lot mean, of people are me, worried. Because, yeah, but the thing is, they, don't, they bought ProLine, the company. They bought their business. Mm -hmm. With AKA, they don't own the business. They own the assets of AKA. So everything AKA owns, Horizon owns, except for the business. So the workers and all that. Horizon mm -hmm. doesn't own that. I so pretty that. much Horizon cannot do anything. They can just say, okay, we want to seize all your machining, but they don't still have the company, AKA. They can seize their stock. They can seize their how they make their tires and their patents and all that. 
but that's all they can seize. So if they want to like disband AK altogether and lose money, then yeah, they can do that. But if they want to keep AK going and try to make a profit and then just uh, uh, cash in on that profit, they can do that as well. So to me, what it, what's most likely going to happen is AK is going to continue doing the same thing. If they need loans, Horizon Hobby will uh, grant them the loans and they don't have to apply themselves, which makes their, their life much easier. They don't have to worry about financial stuff because Horizon is going to be their backer. So for AK, it's a win-win. For Horizon, it's a no-brainer. So... I don't know. If to me, I, I don't believe. I mean, if AK wants to, they can obviously like be more in part of Proline uh, Horizon or Proline for that matter. But I don't see. I don't see really the point. Why? Why, why would uh, Horizon only buy the assets if they really wanted to make something new about AK? Yeah, it has a good bit of people confused. It has a good bit of people worried. I, I think that nothing's going to change. I think. Maybe production will go up a little bit. Like they'll be able to make more tires. Yeah. So yeah, I think stock that's will be, be. They will have more stock, most likely. That's going to be the biggest change if they do it correctly, obviously. But yeah, <laughs> Max is like if they do it correctly. <laughs> um, yeah, well, that's not a given with RC companies. No, it's not. It's <laughs> not at all. It's not at all. All right. So, like I said, you might see people walking across us here. Like I said, we're at Beach RC. Doing this live, uh, we got 66 people, and it's two, o- two o'clock in the afternoon. We got uh, Nicola Marone coming on, and I just want to say to people, look, uh, before I did this, I have, I, and before we get in this, we had a special guest uh, recording on before I, I did this, and I've talked to the president of Raw, uh, Chuck Kleinhagen. I think I'm getting some feedback from you there, Max. Check your mic. Um, I did that. Hey, sorry, you can go right across here if you want. Just make it easier. Uh, no worries. Thank you. Uh, sorry about that. So, yeah, just to say that, I did have Raw on her. Joseph and I talked to him. Max, you got to check your, your your stuff. I'm com- I'm getting some feedback from you, dude. Check your stuff, dude. What's going on? I'm getting feedback from you. Check your mics. Yeah, you got me coming oh, through your, you got me coming through the, your speakers. Put your earphones on. Let me try. Uh, to, I'm going to mute you for now. So we did talk to Raw Joseph and I and get their, their side of the story. I'm going to put that up on Patreon here after this for the patrons. And then uh, it will be released tomorrow or when, or probably tomorrow as just a podcast. But we wanted to, you know, we wanted to talk about the, the nationals and all that type of stuff before we, you know, before we do that. What's up, Joey Shawas? What's up, Charles McKenzie? What's up, Paul Rodman? What's up, everybody? Thank you guys for tuning in. Max going in there to figure out what's going on with his mic. Uh, we're going to take some of your questions, so we're going to open up the phone lines. NNRC underwear? No. Uh, G for pro- Raw President? Uh, maybe, but we talked to the Raw President. What's up, Chris Boyder? What's up, EKJ24000? Thank you to everybody that shared our videos. I mean, I, I, I hope we can, uh, if you haven't, Go check out our YouTube and hit that uh, su- uh that sub button and give us some likes. Max, are you there? Hello, Max. Uh, yeah, I'm here. Okay. I don't know what's. I I tried to connect my headphones. Something's funky here. All right. So, I say you know what, Max? Let's uh. Anything else to add about AKA before? Excuse me. Before we go in and uh really dig in deep into the Raw Nationals. Well, not really. I just think, I think AK will keep the same. I do too. I think people don't have to be worried about anything unless 
people just like I blatantly don't want to support uh they don't want to support Horizon and they leave. I think that might be the biggest fur. But that's about it. So we should, we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. All right, guys. You know what? It's time to get in and talk about the Raw Nationals. Uh, and, you know, this podcast is brought to you by High Tech RCD. They are leading RC systems, delivering the highest performance and reliability, supported by dedicated customer pers- pers- service personnel. The HSB931TH servos have efficient brushless motors, titanium gears, low consumption, constant output, and a metal case. The RDX2 Pro Charger can charge up to two four-cell packs in just 45 minutes and provide the power power for your engine heating and tire warming needs. Trust in HiTech, your servo and charger headquarters. Visit HiTechRCD.com, where to buy to find your newest retailer. Thank you to HiTech for coming on and sponsoring the podcast. Uh, we greatly appreciate it. All right, Max. So, I got to talk about this. I'm going to call Brent. You know, I, I know Brent wants to talk about Raw, and we're going to talk about that in a minute. But first, I would like to talk about the actual Nationals. So, we rode in there on Monday. Michael and I made the trip up uh, to get uh, acquainted with the, with the building, with the, with the area, and everything like that. And I have to say, first off the bat, it's up in the it's up in the middle of Pennsylvania. There isn't much around. There's but it is beautiful up there. You see old farmhouses, corn. I did not get to see any Amish. I got to see one, but he was jotting. He was racing across the track, like the road in front of the track. I didn't get to see any horse and carriage Amish guys. I did not get to see that, unfortunately. But I will tell you this: when I pulled into this track, pictures don't do it justice. This facility is absolutely beautiful. I mean. I did, a, I did a facility walk, and people got to see a little bit of it. But, I mean, it's... Okay, first of all, it's a hobby shop as well, and a track, as well as a ATV motocross shop. So they have a, a really badass, like, shop in the back that's air-conditioned. Like, really nice. Because the owner used to be, like, factory Suzuki or something like that. Uh, like, ATV mechanic. And just everything about this, like whenever you and Joseph talk about what type of facilities you want, this facility has everything you want. It has gravel roads. It has ample parking, hookups for RVs. You can camp. It has a beautiful track. Driver stand, maybe a little bit small, can only fit about 13 people, but it has wheelchair accessibility. It goes up one A and down the other way like most rostrums. The hobby shop is well stocked. They have internet. The internet's a little bit janky, but it's kind of rural, so that's about it. The staff are extremely friendly. They were super helpful. I cannot say, and, and, the guy, and the guy, Kevin, he runs a tight ship. Like, it's like, this is how it's going to be. He doesn't have any, like, he knows what he wants to do, and he, he does everything his way. And honestly, I think the only reason this, this, race, uh, this race worked was because of the hard work of him, his family, and his crew of people that put in the work to do it. They're the ones who, when the schedule was behind, they're the ones who made things happen. So, yeah. Shout out to Kevin, his wife, Krista. They're, they, they're a family-run organization, and they put on a great show. They've done this before, so they knew what they were doing. And, man, after it rained and all that stuff, they were out there hard working, doing this. And they, they greeted you with a smile, made sure you was happy. And like I said, everything you want. had big compressor with multiple earth stands away so you didn't hurt it. You know, it was around the corner, so you didn't have to hurt people blowing off their cars, all that type of stuff. It was just good. Electricity everywhere. Sp- loudspeakers everywhere so you can hear what was going on. It's too. So 
A, on the, on the facility side of things, absolutely amazing. Beautiful facility. The only thing I can complain about is it's just raw. Like, it was nothing much around. Like, to eat, you had to kind of hurry up and get out of there so you can go eat. Uh, there wasn't much stuff around. We had to drive about 30 minutes to go to a Walmart. But that's the only complaint I really have about the facility is that uh, we can't change that. They couldn't have a facility like that with, out in, in the city. And, man, I, I think they can put a couple more tracks in there. But just an awesome facility, man. Honestly. I felt like I was in Europe for a second. Yeah. Yeah, that's what, that's what I was thinking. Like, when we talked about this, uh, I think yesterday on a phone call, like, I'm American really needs facilities like this because uh, going to race like DNC, PNB, it's always like track, pit, nothing else. Like they always make the track so that there's just a track and the pit lane and the driving stand. Then like a field where people put up tents and or at, at uh, PNB or all those other East Coast races, they just have like the stadium you put your tents in the pit. So there isn't really a facility like like here where it's like purpose built for RC. So I feel like this all, all, always like builds the atmosphere in the pits and you really want to stay at the pits even like wrenching for the night. So I, I feel like this is this is something like uh, people miss out on in America and, and obviously they have campers there, yes, but it's it's much better when everything is like built for it. And as you said, like you had to go get food somewhere else. In Europe, we always, always have food at the track, and it's they always had a food truck. pretty good. They had it's, a food yeah. truck, and it was good food. Yeah, they had a, f- and there was yeah. restaurants close by. It's just that they closed early, so you had to like. Oh, okay, yeah. You know, it was. Uh, it, they had a yeah, food truck on on there, and no worries, man. You guys can walk across. That's fine. Thank you. Um, they had a food truck there. It was good food. Uh, I did enjoy that, but. You know, to go get a, a really good... They had a nice meal. To go get a really good meal, you had to go a little further. But otherwise than that, there wasn't really... The, nothing else I could complain about. Just amenities. That's it. It wasn't like being in yeah. a big city type of area. But the track and all that stuff was good. Like, I, yeah. that, that facility can hold anything, any race in the world. And the people behind yeah, it and, I mean, <clears throat> Yeah, I, I, can, I can give an example of like Euro, Euro's warm-up 2012... The race like rained out, and then we were like waiting for the track to dry, and the F1 race was on on the cafeteria. It was this was in Austria in Fairing where we held the RCGP mm-hmm. two years ago. This is an amazing facility. It's one of the, one of my all time favorites ever, mm-hmm. and they always have really good food at the track. They always have like everything sorted out, and. Everyone was in, like, it was so packed. It was, like, full of people watching F1. People were cheering. Then on the other screen, there was a football game. Like, and it was, like, uh, El Clasico. So, like, people were, like, excited. Italians and Spanish people were, like, cheering. And that's, that's what, like, that's what we really like, want to see at, like, big RC races. And that was only the Euros warm-up. It wasn't at, the, like, the Euros. And right. it's always, like, that's, that's really cool. And that's what you need to have at the RC track. Like, you really want the people to stay at the track. And people were ordering beer from there. People were ordering, like, all kind of beverages there on the, on the bar at the track. They, they were ordering food. So... I mean, it was just incredible. Like the whole feeling there. People are like talking together, having fun. Some people are wrenching with their cars, going to watch the F one F one race for a while, then going back. And it's like everyone's there together. Everyone's there to have fun, and like it's still a race. So 
Yes. That's that's really what America, I feel like, is missing out at well, some races. It was like this. always like hotel track, hotel track. It was like so. this. I must say, I the, the Northeast crew welcomed us, the NNRC. The love for the NRC, NNRC was awesome up there. So I want to shout out to all the Northeast racers. Just everybody. There was a lot of Southeast racers up there that came. And we had a great time with them. And honestly, they made it worth the while. Everybody's like, hey, you want a beer? You want food? You want this? You want that? I was like, yeah, but I'm not drinking. I'm drinking water. I'm drinking that. I'm drinking this. Well, guys, you know what? Um, we're going to go pay some bills real quick. Uh, I, once again, shout out to the, the Northeast Racers. Shout out to the LCRC crew. They were exceptional. Uh, we have two of our guests. We have Brent here and we have Nicola. We're going to pay some bills and then we're going to come back. So you know what? Uh, yeah, check this out. BeachRC.com, the racer's one-stop online hobby shop. Choose from all the popular brands and variety in stock with super fast shipping and great customer service. BeachRC.com still has the local hobby shop feel with all the benefits of the internet. BeachRC.com is the exclusive distributor for Ultimate Racing, JQ Racing, Pro Circuit Racing Tires, Nitro Lux Fuels, and Assault RC Performance Products. So, fill up your cart and check out at beachrc.com today all right nicola how are you one second uh we're gonna do i'm gonna adjust brent's volume here he can't hear anything and uh go ahead max go ahead nicola welcome to the nnrc welcome brent densford as well i'm just gonna sort out his audio while i do that real quick hi guys okay nicola we have to put you up a little bit we can't hear you so let me see yeah. All right. Go ahead, Nicola. It's okay. My audio works. Yeah, we can hear you. I'm just going to put up yeah. the volume a little bit. What's up, Brent? How are you? I'm good. I'm just going to fix his hearing and I'll be right I'm back. Okay. All right, Nicola, you can go ahead yeah. and uh, tell us how you guys feel. I know that you, you are the owner of Hot Race. Uh, two of your drivers uh, were disqualified this week from there. They were, uh, they were probably drivers that could have done. Some some really good, you know, Cole was looking good and Ty was looking good. Unfortunately, Cole was a little bit faster than Ty in his semi and he got disqualified due to fuel. And the same thing happened to, to Ty. So they're your racers, the hot race guys. How do you feel about this? Hello? Did you hear me? Um, I think he might have cut out. Did you can you hear us, Nicola? Hello? I have some problem with the line because I I listen nothing right okay. now. Okay, uh, can you hear me now? Oh, can you hear me? I think the internet connection is uh, is breaking I up. To come again, okay? okay, we're gonna um we're gonna we're gonna come in without camera this time and see if that works for you. All right, Brent, you can go ahead. I'm yeah. gonna fix your volume real quick. Nicola, we're gonna bring you out and come back in. Yeah. All right, I'm, gonna... <laughs> I'm going to take the show now, I guess. I can't hear nothing, so... so. Oh, you can't talk, hear me? I don't know. I'm a little bit confused. Okay, so My this head's gonna, like this, this gonna silent. Be... It's never silent. <laughs> this is going to be exciting. I'm going to have to talk to Brent, and he's going to have to guess what I'm saying. So, <laughs> so obviously, like what we're going to go into is Nicola, owner of the Hot Trace uh, Tires, and uh, two of the top drivers in America, Cole and uh, Ty Tessman, disqualified last weekend. So people probably already know this. Uh, and the fuel gate is widely on the uh, social media. But 
that's that's something that people were conspiring about. It is this uh, sort of a conspiracy against an European manufacturer? There we go. Uh, I would personally say probably not, but it's still an unfortunate uh, coincidence that it was both a Nicholas driver that, uh, that the DQ. I think we're getting back to the podcast now. Yeah, I'm running the show. I'm I'm the I'm the boss now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brent. So, well, thank you. We're here at BTRC. Thank you for having us here. Uh, Rowan, can you hit up Nicola and see if you could get him back on, please? And um, <clears throat> thanks for coming on. Thanks for having us here. We appreciate it. I know you got, you're busy. Uh, it's tourist season, so you got people back there renting cars and driving, and it's cool to see. Uh, it was fun. We spent the week at the Nationals. How was your Nationals? <sighs> It was awesome. I mean, uh, you, you can't say enough about the Mamas and the, uh, the beautiful facility of LCRC. And it's always good to get to see our, you know, our RC friends and family. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, uh, that's always the fun part about traveling to these big races. But, uh, yeah, I, I had an amazing time. Um, you know, all, all aside, uh, with everything else that was going on, you know, my personal uh, experience was pretty good. I obviously I'm not a very high qualifying or good good driving racer, but I don't go there for that. I go there for multiple other reasons. So, uh, but yeah, had a great time. Yeah, okay, we have Nicola back. Yeah, he had a great time. He he has some thoughts about this whole thing, and I'm glad Nicola's here. So you know, hey Nicola, can you hear us? I don't think he can hear us. I don't know oh, what's going yeah. on. Should, should we try with just audio? I think that would I can do better. that. I can do that. All right, let's, Nicola, yeah. I'm going to call you on Facebook and we'll bring you in through there, okay? All right, Mike. So, Brent, let's, I know the hot topic is all about raw and, and whatnot. Was I, can I, was I not wrong? First of all, was I not wrong with the facilities? It's absolutely beautiful and it's A1 and whatnot. Yeah, I mean, it's. I said it was the nicest outdoor track I've been to yet. Uh, the facilities are so well thought out and laid out. Their crew was amazing. The track was fun. It was well drained. Uh, they were prepared for these type of events. Uh, the the rain to happen. Um, they're they're no stranger to a big event for sure. Um, so yeah, that that event was nice, and you know. Of course, when we go into an event like uh, the Roar Nationals and, and you have a sanctioning body that uh, is talking to the mic, bro. when you're that close. <laughs> yeah, you got to get right better. into the mic. My bad. Uh, but yeah, when, you, when you've got an event like that, that um, is, is so prestigious to the racer and the industry and you show up so unprepared, um, it's frustrating. It's frustrating as somebody that, you know, knows the, the ins and outs of running an event or preparing for events. And, um, I mean, you, you see all the hard work that the mamas put in for that event and their crew, and then they, they come in and they kind of, it's like I told Kevin right when I first got there, I was like, man, I just hope Roar doesn't put a skid mark on your facility in this event because they were prepared. And uh, for me, I was correct. They did, so. You know, I must I must admit the, the mamas the the track crew. If it wasn't for them, that that event would not have been as smoothly as it did. Because Roa honestly yeah. came in there, and like practice was just shit show. Like I'm not gonna lie, we had a two minute warm up for pra- we had a two minute pre practice for practice. Then they only had one round of practice, or was it two? And then another one after that. 
Well, what they ended up doing was taking away one of the seating rounds and giving us two practice rounds, which you know probably should have been the opposite. But everything worked out. Everyone had the and, same track. It just was the schedule yeah. change after schedule change that you know it's a, it was the same thing in 2019. Yeah, and I mean, come on, like open practice at a sanctioned national race. Uh, that's a joke to me. Yeah, but that wasn't that wasn't raw. That that was the track, and I believe that's a way for them to generate funds. I agree, it should have been done yeah. in um, heats, but not everybody was there too. Well, it was done in heats. Yeah, but then they had that that line where you can. Well, yeah, yeah. They, they allowed the the re, what what they call it the reserve line yeah. or, or something like that, and <clears throat> it was good. In, it was good in concept, um, but they did do it by heats. They just. They were allowing people, if somebody didn't show up, to go up there and run in their spot, which, you know, take it as, as you want, but it's, it could have, uh, uh, that, yeah, that's the I least mean, of my worries when it comes down to the entire, the way that it was ran. Yeah, and then. Oh, I, yeah, but I, I think that just sets a pre- precedent for the whole event. Like, starting out poorly just sets, like, a, you can see, like, that's the, that's the thing about the Euros. It's, like, it's planned. Like, you know, hello. half a year before the event, it's going to be practice round on Tuesday at 8 a.m. or 9 a.m. You know it. And it's going to be that this many hits and this many drivers. Can you hear us, Nicola? And it's like, I think I think that's the... Okay, no, yeah. Think uh, Nicola has really bad internet in Italy. Yeah. Now He's in the southern part of Italy. Can you hear us now, Nicola? Yeah, now, now it's okay. Okay, okay. All right, guys. Okay, so good, we got good. it worked out. We got Nicola Marone. Morone, I believe he is the owner of Hot Race. Uh, how are you, Nicola? And welcome to the NNRC again. You've been on her before. Thank, thank you, thank you so much. I'm okay. okay. I'm, um, yeah, I'm uh, very good. And uh, here in Italy, fortunately now we are, uh, we are okay, mm-hmm. and uh, everything on point right now. Okay, well that's always good to hear. Uh, so I have to say this, man. I honestly feel that the hot race drivers were on a whole different level this past weekend. Not just Ty and Cole, but just even the regular guys. I mean, Pavita's done well and uh, Mechanic done well. So congratulations to hot race. I mean, you guys are definitely stepping up your game and becoming a, a formidable force in the off-road world. Thank you. Yeah, it was really was really good. I I was in contact with uh, my drivers with the TJ Bradley every days, and they they felt really con- comfortable, and I was really really happy. Then everybody knows what's happening in the in the last day, but uh, but to be honest, looks like we won the race because everybody's contacted us uh, and about the tires that was super good. Um, during the week, uh, so really looks like we received a lot of email, a lot of messages, and uh, really looks like we won the race, but we're not won. So <laughs> it's not yeah. the same thing. Yes, but yes. To be honest, I, I am happy because really was everything, uh, everything on point, and drivers, drivers and customers, everybody was really, really happy. Yes. Uh, you, like, like I said, Ty Tasman. Cole Ogden, two of your drivers, two of the two of the fastest drivers at this race. I, I would easily say that both of them could have won this race as well. Uh, when you got the news, how did what did you what did you how did you feel? What did you expect? What was you feeling? And I, I'm assuming you was furious. 
Yes, to be honest, yes. Because the 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 first thing that you uh, that you imagine that you are too far from there. So this is really bad for me. This was really bad for me because mm-hmm. I was here. I I can do nothing to to solve the problem or to try to to find a solution because I I was here and uh, and really for me was. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, really bad. Okay. And because I, I, I yes, I, I think Adrienne Bertin sent me a message after before to the end of the other semi final that the call was uh, disqualified for the fuel tank. Then after three minutes, oh, also Sesman and Messi. Oh my God, what's happening? And then when. Uh, uh, TJ told me no, maybe this in. I was really completely crazy, but not for maybe. But why him yes and try and call no? So this, but I think that was normal because I was really crazy because I feel that we could win the race. Yes. So I know there's a strong rumor that you believe that this was, uh, or not you, but the, the rumor is that. This was uh, all set up against Hot Race and whatnot. Do do you believe that, or do you feel there's some sort of uh, some sort to of way honest, to prevent you from because maybe you guys could have won that race? Do you feel that may have played a part in it? I like to not believe. Okay. But uh, to be honest, I am not one hundred ten percent sure. Okay. I like to not believe because I like the sport. Uh, and uh, I, I like not to be. Okay. Um, I know Cole was very upset. Uh, rightfully so. Rightfully so. He should be upset. I mean, this has happened to him before. Not with fuel, but just, you know, getting uh, where he, he had to, you know, be down a lap and he couldn't, you know, make it up. So him and Raw have a history. Brent, uh, real quick, how do you feel about it? Because you have some strong feelings about that as well. Well... Uh, about Cole, to be honest, he was really crazy after the race. Yeah, we know. And, uh, I, 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 I told him we can do nothing right now. So keep calm, and uh, we can do nothing. We the only thing that we can do is continue to work and win the next race. Yeah, because- that's all you can do. <laughs> yeah, that's a good attitude. It's a way to look at it. I mean, these things are sometimes unfortunate, but when it's all said and done. You know, it's frustrating as it is and as hard as you guys worked, you know, it, the result can't be changed at this point. Um, yeah, I, I feel very, very strongly that um, that the tech procedure could be definitely changed and, and possibly revised to, to, to be different. Um, I feel like maybe if, if heat does play a factor and if you can, you know, this is all if <laughs> – I can't be 100% certain, but if for whatever reason the, the, the conspiracy or the thought that a tank can be expanded through the pressure of filling these tanks up with fuel after while they're hot, if that's the case, then maybe pre-tech them before, if they're legal, allow some form of an allowance, a CC allowance after, whether it's a half a CC, one CC, whatever. Just anything that, that prevents this kind of controversy from happening, I think is the major thing. Um, you know, what, what Keenan was saying, like, you know, maybe it was some kind of 
something out to get hot race, um, you know, versus the other brands or whatnot, you know, that's obviously it's, it's probably fun and crazy and wild to think that in the industry. And it's obviously always possible. Um, Cole is a, a, a polarizing figure in, in our industry. Uh, he's, he's fast. He's, he's a guy that doesn't really care what people think, which personally I love. And that's, you know, what I'm all about. Um, he's not really polished off, but neither is Mayfield, you know, so you got those two. And then you got Tessman who is very polished and who does care. Um, so it, it, it's one of those things where you could see how the different people acted, uh, how they, how they reacted. Um, I just think that there's got to be some better organization to the event and there's got to be some revision to these rules. Not, I, listen, I, 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 I'll tell you right now, you got to uphold the rules. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying they should have done anything differently. Um, consequently, I think that maybe cert, you know, being that exact same thing happened to the top two guys, um, was very ironic and, um, and they just, you know, both happen to be hot race guys. Um, it's, it, it just seems a little weird that, that those two guys had the exact same thing happen. Um, so I'm, I'm bummed for everybody involved. I'm bummed for Roar because I think Roar could do better. Mm-hmm. And that's my biggest disappointment with this whole situation. We work all year. Everybody works all year. Matter of fact, everybody worked for two years to get mm-hmm. to this race. And <laughs> just to show up and get shit on like that, I think was bad. And, and Roar was so unprepared. I mean, little things like yeah. showing up with a box of numbers that didn't even get us through two rounds of qualifying for vehicle numbers. Yeah. Two years. <laughs> they also had some, we caught them like arguing with each other. Yeah. I you remember. Know? Like, really, like they wanted to get out of there so fast uh, the last qualifying day. That's why they just said, hey, we're going to run nine mains and get out of her. I mean, in hindsight, it was probably the thing to do because rain did come right after the final but i just i just felt lack of practice i know we all want to think that this was a conspiracy thing. i actually nicola we talk i interviewed raw the president before i did this live and they swear it on it's nothing like that and it's nothing involved and they actually are now going to look into testing out that theory about the tanks if pressurizing the tanks actually expands them that's what they they told us uh, like an hour ago. Yeah. To, to be honest, yeah. the, the the thing that I don't understand is why the day before was everything okay because both Cole and Ty was both always in top uh, top mm-hmm. three, top five, always all all round and was okay. Yes. Then in the semi, magically not okay. To I understand that, but an, another factor that we have to factor in. It, on the Sunday was the hottest day. We saw temperatures almost to 100 degrees. Yeah. And that was, was 30 minutes. As yeah. Well. And that was the first time that they actually got to drive more than seven minutes, really, on a, on a tank. So I don't know. It, it's either I, – I, I went back and looked on an a interview by Adam Drake in a magazine, and this actually happened to him at the 2012 Nationals. He got disqualified after running a qualifier, his third qualifier, because his tank was too big. And he said in his podcast, in his, in his interview, that we find that the tanks expand and contract, but we are now thinking that maybe the tanks get to a point where they expand and they don't contract anymore. So 
I don't know. I, we have to test this theory out I and see if it works. I understand this because uh happened also to me eight, seven, eight years ago in mm -hmm. uh, European Championship. Yes. I won and I was disqualified for the fuel tank. In the semi-final was okay, and the final no. Yeah. So I I can understand that can happen. But I think that if a fuel tank is okay, mm -hmm. after 10, 15 minutes that become fogger cannot be good. It's impossible. Yeah. It's my maybe a fault. It's only my opinion. Understandable. I understand. Yeah, that. I think I, I think I think what they should do, like because the, it was clear that there was only the first two cars they checked because it was only the first cars, which is also the first cars they checked. Mm -hmm. And I think that just tells us that what happened was the cars, when they checked it, they were still really hot. And when you put fuel in and you fill it to the brim, mm -hmm. the tank just like kept sort of the, uh, the kept sort of the, the form, mm -hmm. the expanded form. And the other guys who had to wait for, let's say, three minutes, five minutes, the tanks got the exp uh, sort of uh, the expand expansion sort of wore out. The heat went out of the tank and it compressed back to get together. And when they checked those tanks, they were already back. So I think if we're going to make changes to the rules, I do believe that if we went, go change the rules to every every main like every like semi and main final you have to wait at least five minutes after all cars have shown up to tech and then you can check the tank and or now 10 we minutes or whatever we do like this when old all both semi-final finish they start to, to to check the fuel tank from the first semi-final got you so they let half an hour cool on 45 minutes cooled on yeah, yeah. The, the the thing is, if you were to pre-tech them and they went out legal, and they came back one cc, two cc's over, or something mm -hmm. like that, then that just tells you that if they're legal when they go out, have some form of a allowance for post-tech, or mm -hmm. the other thing you yeah. can do is like what Mike Fuller's been saying. He said it today on on Facebook, and then he's also, I, I believe, he said it in the chat is just put more more you know pistons in your tank and mm -hmm. go out you know if you're not going to try and do a 10 minute run then oh, why yeah. do you need mm -hmm. why do you need to go the 10 minutes or you know to, to try to get the full 125 cc so i mean there's i still think that the 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 rules are a little bit old and antiquated yep. and they need to be revised but if they were pre-tech so everyone's legal when they go out great and then when they come off if they if they are going to go that route figure out exactly what the expansion is like doing the testing that they say they're going to do which for them to say they're actually going to do something outside of an event makes me very very <laughs> nervous and happy at the same time because i don't know what they're going to come up with but yeah i mean do something that makes sense if you're going to do the testing and you do see that it does expand well then make a ruling that says okay we'll pre-tech Here's the 125, and post-tech, we're going to allow 1cc, 2cc of expansion. Whatever that, whatever that number is that, that, at that height of, of illegalness, you know, of post-tech. Post yeah. I, I think, to be honest, that in many things, uh, rules are really old. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So not only on pure tank, but in a lot of things. Yes. That you cannot improve because you have too many rules. Well, the, the rules are, are so old that they don't even have, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't even know if they've got a Truggy in the rule book, 
and, it, it, and if they do, they definitely don't have the body. So the the, the controversy over the body. It's a gray area. They yeah, said. It's, it's very gray. Yeah. So I mean, you know, here's well, that's the, all bodies though. That's all buggy body as well. There's no rule for it. You can you can run uh, a, bu- a body body that covers the tires in buggy. Okay. It's still in the rules. Really? Okay. So it's it's, it's 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 dumb. It needs a it needs an overhaul. It needs a huge overhaul. It needs an overhaul. You're so mm-hmm. it does. Well, Nicola, and I've been saying this for a while, but it's <laughs> people don't really care. Nicola, you, I, yep. you, I care, Max. Yeah, we care, Max. You <laughs> yeah, won. Yeah, I, I know we we all do. We all do. But like the you, Efra, Ifmar, Roar, these guys don't don't really care. I like, they care when they when there's issues and they, there's uh like when when they get bad press that's when they start to care mm-hmm. right so. but this is this can be a catalyst to change I mean we've been talking about this mm-hmm. we had a great interview with uh, Mr Kleinhagen and got some of our suggestions to him but I think it all comes down to if we want to change this it's either we all become raw members because we can vote well the the people can vote. Regional members in there that can make a difference, or we just say, "Hey, let's start our own organization catering to offer it." It's simple as that. It's either one of those two, but we definitely have to get the old guard out, get new people in, and and start doing things. And if you fix Raw, you fix Ifmar and Efra will follow. So that's just my opinion on that. Um, so Nicola, uh, I know this is kind of also this this a similar situation happened to you in 2018 at the Euros when. You know, Coelho used your tire for the whole race and then did it in the pro line. So it's like, you, it just, it's, it seems like you get these very close to getting a national championship or in that case, a European championship. And it's taken away from you. I feel so bad for you. But like you said, you won at the end because I think Hot Race picked up a lot, a lot of new East Coast racers and Southeast racers. I, I heard a lot of people talking really good about Hot Race. And um, you won that battle, but you did not. Unfortunately, you got taken out of the war. So I feel yeah. sorry for but you in that situation. Don't forget that two drivers still made the main for Hot Trace. Yes. That's still more than ever before. Even even when two of your top guys got DQ'd, two guys still made the main, which is incredible. Yes, exactly. I with um, what's happening with the with the Bruno with Coelho was completely different. Yes, maybe it's similar. But completely mm-hmm. different because Bruno was not my driver, yes, and is not my driver. Bruno chose whatever he wants, he was all the week or, or better. He, the first days, he tested all brands, then he chose my tires for, for, the, for the race. Mm-hmm. And that he was in the semi final, he won, if I remember good, the semi final with my tires. Then, really, 30 seconds, 30 seconds before the main. He was there with my tires. 30 seconds before the main, change it. And I didn't know. Because I didn't see him. Mm-hmm. Then I talked a lot with him. I understand he, of course, understand my situation. I understand him, everything okay. But the, the feeling is different. Because now you know that your driver yes. that, that worked for you and that... Uh, drive for you uh, cannot do the race for uh, outside event. I understand. So it's it's really really different. But uh, um, the the good thing was that in the main we had two drivers and two young drivers, mm-hmm. and uh, 
I really, I really like that. Yes. Of course, I wanted to have four drivers in the main or a yes. three. But it's okay. It's normal. I wanted to win the race, mm -hmm. but the, the feeling was really, really good to to have two young drivers in the main and uh, uh, Ryan. I, as you can understand, I have a, a, a good relationship with yes. Ryan. He's first, first of all, a great guy. He helped me a lot. He helped me a lot, and he's much home. So I have, a, a, of course, a good, a great relationship with him. So I was really happy that my two top drivers was not in the main, but that he was in the main. Yes. And it was good to see Mechanic. He's a Northeast racer. It was good to see a Northeast racer make it as well. Exactly. And, and Ryan, I, I, I don't know him. I, I never met him before. And, um, and to be honest, I, I didn't know that he was using my tires. To yeah. be honest. He's uh, good. Because he did take care of him. Yes. And Ryan was fast all weekend, to be honest. Uh, he had a good... He's, he's improved a lot. And he's looking good and has a potential. So... Uh, what's next for you guys? Uh, hot race. Uh, that, why we got you on here so we can talk about that. And then we're, pro uh, we're probably going to get off the line with you and then we're going to go dig into the actual race. Hello? Hello? Nicola. Hello? Yes. Uh, are you there? Yeah. No, nothing. Okay. Can you hear us? Now is okay. Okay. What's next for Hot Race? Yeah. Next. Uh, you mean next uh, project or? Yes. Uh, yes. Ne next project is, to be honest, to. I, I want to uh, continue with uh, to, to produce more. Uh, to, yes, to produce more and more tires. I want to start a, a GT class project. Mm hmm. And because I think that this class uh, in the next two years maybe will be more popular, mm -hmm. and this is popular, uh, um, especially in Asia and uh, in US. So I think that uh, can be can be good for my company. Mm -hmm. And uh, and of course I want to I want to improve. I don't like to 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 say okay, yes we are the, maybe the best tires, but we not win the race. Yeah. Not one I want to win, so I want to work for win, okay. and uh, I hope that in next year and future, and I want to always improve, and uh, always do better and better, and uh, also try to improve my company in US because as you know now we have company in US, but uh, we I want to improve also the company in US, but to improve the company in US I must come there. Yes. But do it the COVID again. Okay. So uh, I hope that in September everything will be open again. Yes. And I can come there for some months and um, and uh, expand uh, the company there and try to do more things. Are you going to Portugal next month? Uh, yes, I go. Okay. I go there. Well, tell Madman Marco I said what's up. He's still one of my favorite <laughs> racers. Congratulations. Yeah. Even though you guys did not win the race, you won the battle for the tire company, I believe. Even though another tire company won, you guys put up a good good show and and impressed a lot of a lot of seasoned racers around in this area. And uh, yeah, thank you for coming on. We appreciate your time. I know it's getting late there in Italy, 
we're gonna go in and dig into this race and um yeah man keep your head up and we look forward to new and exciting things from hot race thank you thank you so much and uh hope to see you soon uh, very soon okay thank you take, bye take care nicola bye 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 you know the one thing that uh we need not to you know to be overshadowed and, and pass by is the fact that ryan mayfield was so dominant yes yes and ryan mayfield yeah. is somebody you don't ever bet against and right now he is on a terror mm-hmm. i mean he just he dominated dnc he won buggy at at silver state. silver state he won both classes at the nationals he won the uh, nnrc cup he won the nnrc cup i mean he is he, i don't want anyone to think that he didn't deserve to win by any means. You know, like, I'm a Ryan Mayfield fan, 100%. Okay. And, and I don't want that to be overshadowed by controversy by any – no way by any means. However, I would have loved to seen him yep. race against Ty and, and Cole, who were very, very fast last weekend. I that, think That's where I'm kind yeah. of in a yes. – like, I'm a little bummed out that this controversy caused two of the fastest mm-hmm. – actually, two – the two fastest – out of the semis, the last two fastest people to run before the main event to not race. Yeah, we got robbed. We got robbed of a great as, performance. Yeah, as I, for spectators, we got robbed mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. I, I actually do believe this would have been like the first challenge, like the first real challenge for Mayfield this year. Because to be honest, like at some points, it just seems too easy for him, especially in Buggy. Like Chuggy, mm-hmm. uh, he's been like Tebow beat him at Silver State. But like Buggy and the mains, especially qualifying, he's still getting beat once in a while. But like Buggy mains, it's incredible. It's just like domination. He always wins by a lap or something. It's, it's just crazy. So I feel like this was the first race of the year where anyone had anything on Mayfield. Yeah. Even a chance. You know what? Before I mean, we that, go even, in, that be- tells a lot about him too. So You know what? Before we dig deep into deep into this race, I have to pay bills. Sorry. <laughs> so uh you know what i would like to say thank you to techno rc they are our main sponsor of one of this podcast so here we go techno rc techno rc how you doing techno rc is a premium manufacturer specializing in eighth and tenth scale high performance off-road rc buggies and trucks visit www.technorc.com for a complete catalog of their products techno rc excellence in engineering hashtag techno takeover All right, thank you to Techno RC. They have been a longtime sponsor of the podcast. Techno RC went into this race with a lot of horses in in this that could have won this, but unfortunately, they none of them did. And uh, the highest finisher was Jared Tebow, though you know, and he was the fastest of all of them all weekend, if you ask me. All right, let's talk about this actual race. So, all right, Mayfield won this, but he did not win this right. He was not fast right off the bat. That's the good thing about it. he had some adversity in qualifying, some serious adversity. I think everybody did going through that that front side rhythm section. Oh, I it mean, was very hard. That was a that was a make or break section, and it didn't matter how long you've been racing, how badass of a pro you were, you were gonna crash in there. Everybody did many many times. There yes. was nobody perfect through there all weekend. I will say this though: the Seahawk cars look a lot better through that six pack than the Pillowball. Even though Pillowball cars won. It looked like the techno. The, I tell you what, car looked really good on this track. The 
TLR. I saw all the team. I saw Kothman. He looked good. Yep. The Fullers looked good. Congratulations, Mason, on making the main. Team yep. Fuller, awesome people. Ashton looked good. Cav looked good. And Fend looked good. Like, but he fended. <laughs> so, uh, who is all his gear was lost to? I don't know who that was. Uh, I thought this was more of a Seahawk. Mayfield. Uh, oh, yeah. He yeah. lost all his gear. He lost his truck. He didn't have that. So, he started, like, on the back foot right off the bat. Yeah. He had, he was, they, what, they canceled his flight. They were on mm-hmm. a shutdown with Southwest. So, they lost his, he, he pulled, from what I was understanding, he had his radio and his buggy. His truck and all of his kit and everything yeah. was under the plane, and so was Truy's. But Truy didn't bring anything. So when Mayfield got to the race, he practiced with Drake's truck, ran his buggy, and Truy never ran at all. Truy just decided not to run. Yeah. I think Truy would have made that man if he would have run, to be honest. That guy <laughs> can throw on some mean rap, mean laps. So, and then, uh, oh, oh, look, we got somebody, but he missed the raw rant. So <sighs> he missed the raw rant. So I don't know. Let me see if he wants to come in in a little bit. Um, like I said, he he had some adversity. The people who I saw struggling, honestly, I felt was the AE camp a little bit for a while. Spencer was on the back foot for most of this week, and I was he was right in front, right right behind, right in front of him, and we could hear him like he was he was stressed out about it. And then you look across, and Aiden Horn's just over there, like come across and like oh, we got this man, we got this, and listen to his airp. I like Aiden a lot, raging Aiden Horn. And he was very confident, and I did not get the confidence, the similar confidence from, from Rivkin. And it kind of shows, yes, he got, I think he got fourth or fifth, but he was very, a very quiet, uh, not uneventful weekend for him. I think he had a bump to the semi, if I'm correct. If, I can't remember. It's no, been, no, he, he made the semi, but okay. he, he made the B-man in truck, and then he bumped right, today. Right. You, so you bu- be, when you buggy, he was straight. To the you thing. might be thinking of Spencer Hecker, who came from right. the thirty seconds, bumped five times. To yeah, make the he main. did. He did. What he was insane, and he made the main. Yep. Wow. Truri, Truri says he is just there for wrenching and pitting Ryan, and he he did a good job. Uh, I but still, I think if he would have raced, he would have made okay, the semis. So, no worries. So what no he problem. lost was just his personal stuff. It sounds okay. like, but right. yeah, but Mayfield lost his truck and his kit bag. So by when he got there, he had uh, used Drake's truck just to get some laps. Yeah. So. Yeah, but Hecker did bump up it like, and made it to the main. I thought that was pretty cool. Five too. bumps. That's amazing. From the 32nd to the main. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's the longest, though. I think Chad Bradley has the longest. Oh, really? Yeah, I think he might have bumped from a couple of mains back to the, wow. main, the semis and whatnot. Uh, so who do we want to talk about first? We talked about Mayfield. But okay, when he did break. Let's in talk his, about Associated. Okay, oh, Associated. We, we're already on Rivkin. All right, we're so already on Rivkin you know what guys, the so. feeling that I got from yeah. the Associated pit was, I think maybe Spencer Rivkin kind of feels like how Kev felt when, mm-hmm. when exactly. he was coming up. You know what I mean? Like, here's this young guy. He's coming. He's, his people like him. He's, he just won the exact RC race. He's finished, like, fifth in, in all these last couple of races. He's got a great personality. That's competition for him. And what's all? He's only a mm-hmm. little bit older than. Spencer's only a little bit older than Aiden. Spencer's like 21, I think. Aiden's 18. But Aiden was cool and fast all weekend. He was the. And Cole Tallard was good too. Out of the two associated guys, they caught my eye the most. And of course, Ryan Pavitas. But Ryan, see, Ryan was over yeah. at the hot race tent. He wasn't pinting with the associated yeah. guys. I'll tell you, Aiden Horn, yeah, I got to see him at Masters of Dirt last year. Mm-hmm. 
and um, he won. Oh, shoot. He won one of the. Uh, I think he's got I, fastest I, lap. Well, so almost fast. I'm, lap I'm sorry for not even remembering. I should remember this stuff. But he was in the very last. Uh, he was one of the last two or three guys that could have won the the Master of Dirt overall title. But just getting to watch him race here for that race. And getting to see him in person, he's been here a couple times, but he was so smooth and so fast. He put so much pressure on everybody. And uh, to watch him this last weekend, so calm, mm-hmm. so calm up there. And I think he's definitely on his way to being a force to be reckoned with. I think he's one that we all should be watching out for, for sure. I bet you Spencer's watching him right now. Yeah. I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, this this track definitely is something that associated cars should be really good on. That's at least what I believe since I'm running the car. And uh, seeing like Rivkin struggle a lot and then having four associated cars in the main, which is, I think, the most represented brand in the main, it's like that. that's going to be a difficult race for Rivkin to have, I think. And I don't know if it's a track, if you know, like that style of tracks, but usually he's good on a high grip. So... This could be sort of a wake-up call for Rivkin as well. Yeah, he was all out of sorts. You know, he was. You mm-hmm. know how when you, you know how JQ gets when his when his when he sucks right away. Mm-hmm. He was <laughs> like that. Like you know, he was just. He, I I never saw him really happy. He wasn't. You know, he wasn't like. It just it was it was inside look like I got to see like these guys are human too, and that they do, they they feel pressure and all that type of stuff too, and. Uh, yeah, I just think it kind of got to him. He was kind of on the back foot, and mentally, he, he just kind of... I mean, he did well in the end. Don't get me wrong. Top five is great. But, um, yeah, yeah, it's, 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 it's different. It's different. And uh, when, I, when Mayfield had issues, though, when, like when he broke in his third qualifier, and he, he needed a good qualifier. You know, even though he was in the semis, you would want a good qualifier. You didn't see Mayfield. You didn't see no frustration, no nothing. He just disappeared. Like, I was like, hey, where's Mayfield? You know, I didn't know him where he was, and I think that's where he's matured a lot too. Where back that back then, that qualifier would have been like, "Hey, I can't do this no more. I gotta go. See you later." Or I'm I'm pissed off. I'm throwing a radio. That maturity, that is what Mayfield is. He's got that maturity now, where that doesn't happen. He just like probably went and chilled out somewhere, gathered himself, and then, man, he just like probably just had a good night's sleep and came back on 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 Sunday and just killed it. When he won truck, man, I was just like, oh, he's going to, I just, I I thought he was going to win buggy anyway, but man, like, I honestly thought that tie, I, I think Cole could have done it, 60 minutes is a long time, but the only other two people that was at, on his pace or faster than him, I think, were really Ty and um and Cole, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, we'll just, yeah. we'll never know. That's, that's the problem. We'll yeah. never know. Never, ever know. Uh, all I right. do actually believe one thing about uh, regarding the pace of the drivers. So I do believe the higher grip on Sunday, which came up after the rain and the high 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 temps, I think that really hurt Fend because he runs like as we talked about on the podcast before. He runs really high roll centers, which make the car a lot more twitchy and easy to roll over on higher grip. So I think he set up sort of bite him in the ass in the in the mains uh, definitely. Definitely more than in the qualifiers. And this is the issues he's been having at DNC and all that. And earlier in the week when the track was a little bit more slippery, a little bit more sort of free-flowing, I do believe he he could have actually won the, won the race if it was he, like held on Friday or Saturday instead of Sunday when it was super high grip. Mm-hmm. And you know how that track came around. 
I heard they spent over a thousand dollars on detergent or soap, right? They were. I don't. Well, f- I guess we've heard contradicting things. I, I, from what I understand, they knew that when they put the sawdust down and rolled it in, they've they've done this many a times right. where the the track comes in a full bite. Oh, it was beautiful. So the the sawdust. I mean, once again, like I said before, the hands down, they they were so prepared mm-hmm. and they were so ready. They knew exactly what could have happened. They were ready for it and. I mean, watching Krista take the four-wheeler and the trailer to the neighbor's house, getting full loads, mm-hmm. coming back. You know, they were, they knew that it could happen, so they were prepared for it to happen. The track was raceable in an hour and a half after a downpour, and oh, uh, they got the lower mains in that night, which gave us the opportunity to have a decent Sunday oh, without yeah. being there till midnight, you they know, on Sunday. They worked their butts off. So. Let me say something, dude. I think that's, I was, tr- I was thinking when I came on, that sawdust kind of mixed with the mud, and like, the rain kind of washed all that soap, not all of it, but washed the soap away, and the, the, the track got really soaked. Like that corner, that 180 for the six, that track smoothed itself out. Yeah. Like I can't explain. That track fixed itself, and it just was smooth, the smoothest, and it was so high bite. That look, it looked like concrete. So I'm thinking maybe the sawdust mixed. Well, he, he did steamroll it a little bit. Okay. So he, he packed it in. All right. And, and once that top layer got like knocked off on Saturday night from mm-hmm. the lower mains, on Sunday, when they blew it all off, I mean, it didn't take but a couple races, and that thing was coming in hot. Oh, man. Like it, it was starting to look really good. Slicks were key. Like, Mayfield, Rona said Mayfield went on a, lo- a lower compound tire because he knew he'd be on slicks, and he was counting on it. And he was dialed on slicks. He just couldn't get off the line. Right. But on that line, oh, man, it was amazing. And, and Aiden, too. Uh, so, and, and one thing I want to also mention is that Mayfield adjusted his fuel strategy I would say halfway through that race. At first, he was on a, uh, where he would have to do two more, uh, one more stop than Aiden because Aiden was stretching it out. Yeah. And then I just think that Drake and, and Truy was like, hey, you're going you're gonna to have to do one more stop. Adjust your driving. And that's when you saw Aiden, like, kind of, they, like, Mayfield drive slower. Aiden was catching him up more. Mayfield literally adjusted his driving so he could stretch his fuel out and do one less, one less, you know, on the same pitch strategy as Aiden. Do you know how hard that is to do when, like, you got to hold back and you got to do that? Like, you know you're faster, yep. but you got to do this. I, I thought that was absolutely amazing. By, that's when you have Adam Drake, Truy, and, and that type of experience behind you. <laughs> that made a big difference for Mayfield. It was like with 15 minutes ago, he was Aiden was a straightaway behind. Yeah. He was there. I mean, yeah. it looked like, and then he started thinking, like, wow, if he really is going to be able to go one stop less – can he come out right behind him because of you know the strategy but mayfield got it done i mean he never really got out of line he crashed a couple times i was standing next to paul paul win and he crashed going down through the the six pack one time and we're like your heart stopped and then they went over that uh a few laps later or 10 minutes later he jumped over the um what was it the 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 double double and somebody got into him in the air Mm. i don't remember who it was um he was lapping him obviously and they crashed down in there. And, I mean, you just – you got to think, like, at that point in time, a guy that's 45, 50 minutes into a main event that he's dominating, mm-hmm. to have just one silly thing like that go wrong and destroy a race. But um, his car held up. I mean, kudos to them. Their cars are beast mode. Mm-hmm. Um, his driving is, like, top-notch above above the world right now. I, I, I would say so. I don't I think there's so. – I would love to see, you know, all the time those guys racing against uh, – you know, yeah, Angara, Rona Folk, all our all our top pros, Testman. I'd know. love to see. I would have loved to see Rona Folk on that track. 
or Angaro. Absolutely. And and just kudos to Aiden. I can't stress how much I, I, I like that. I like him. Yeah, he's he a good kid. He gets a great personality, has fun. And he was joking with us all weekend. When he did that, get serious, he just put his earbuds in, sat down, and did what he had to do. And generally, he was kind of working on his own stuff the whole time, I would say. Wouldn't you agree, Mike? I had to bring Mike in here. He's sitting over listening to us. He doesn't want to come on screen. <laughs> Big shout out to Mike Hill. Couldn't have done it without him. Uh, all right. Let's, let's talk about... Um, do you want to talk about Fend real quick, Max? Because I know you want to... I, I have to say, JQ is right. A Tiger doesn't change his stripes. Uh, Fend, once again, is probably the fastest guy there. But once again, he fends himself. And... It's unfortunate, and he sh- probably should have done well on this, tr- a lot better on this track because of the the way it was on 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 the Sunday. So, what do you think about Fen, Max? I I've been saying this in every podcast after I think PNB, and that this is what JQ brought up already at DNC. I I believed at DNC that if his engine wasn't as lean as it was in the main, he would have won that race. But his, I believe his engine was too lean. Okay. At PMB, it was re- really clear. It was the car, and here and Silverstone just confirmed it even more. So I don't, I don't actually believe Fen does anything wrong at the track. He does he, everything he does wrong. He does at the pits, be it his own choice, be it, be it the team behind him or whatever. But the way they set up the car is destined to fail in the mains. Again, a TQ, a very good showing in qualifying, and. Uh, an awful main. I don't. I don't even know where he ended up. Very, very far back. <laughs> That's don't don't go too hard on a max. I mean, you know. No, um, but I mean, Cav looked alright when he was out like, there. At this point, it's like, yeah, but um, Cav, Cav's car looks completely different. JQ already went through this before in the podcast, and I would I would be nice to him just like I was at DNC when I said uh, probably if his engine was. Uh, wasn't at when didn't go as lean as it did mm-hmm. or at pmb i was still hopeful for him but the thing is like when it happens race after race after race after race and even years after years mm-hmm. the same thing really good in qualifying really fast and then just cannot keep the car on four wheels it's at, at some point you have to blame yourself for that right at I some agree. point you have to be like hey we need to change something and i don't think they they do believe that yet, and this you want to know what I like, think it I is. I, you want to know what I think it is. Huh? And Michael and I had yeah. eight hours to talk about this on the way down. We think it's the radio, man. And 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 Mike was just like, man, I was watching him, and he'll just clip pipes out of nowhere. And Mike thinks it's the no, spe- but that's the car. No, no, he thinks it's the radio not reacting to fans. Yeah. Ben's reactions. No, I don't believe I don't that. Um, no, it, 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 because it, when when you drive a car the way when you drive a car set up the way he sets it up, that's what happens. It's it's really you have to drive it really precise, and there's no way that anyone could do that for sixty minutes or even fifteen hey, for that matter. For for a a, a non driving fool like myself. I drove a TLR Truggy this last weekend for the first time. Mm-hmm. Borrowed it from uh, the Kothmans and. Um, 
that thing turns so sharp. Like I know, I'm literally I turning that. the speed down mm-hmm. and everything else, and and I and I have a different radio. I mean, those cars, the TLR cars, are very very aggressive. The front ends are very aggressive. So, I yeah. you know I obviously I mean, it could always play a, a role in it. There's a hundred percent chance that that could play a role, but the the radio is what I mean. But I those cars are very very aggressive in the front end, and I think that uh, like Max was saying, it it's more the car to me. I mean, dude, Dakota Finn is literally the fastest kid in the world right now. Like he is, he, he has something that nobody else, he has another gear. I agree. But he's for some reason not finishing these races or having issues, whether he's hard on equipment or, you know, like he had the flame out or whatever the Uh situation is. Look who's here. Look who decided to bless us with his presence. It's Beaker yeah, I, 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 I want to say one thing before JK comes on uh, hey, and ruins this. So. And no finish talking <laughs> while we're on her too, right? And no, and you two don't yeah, get carried yeah, away. Good, this is but, live. Yeah, but the thing, the thing, thing I want to say is, when you look at Cav's car, it doesn't have the same issues. Cav doesn't make those mistakes, but he also lacks the speed. So Cav isn't as fast as Fend, but he makes much less mistakes as Fend does. The similar kind, you know, where at DNC he sort of just flipped over at the end of the straight and here clipped the pipe in the truggy main and flamed out. Stuff like that is exactly what me and JQ have been talking about and why the car is set up wrong for him. It's set up so that it's really freaking fast, but it's set up so that it's destined to fail in the 60 minutes at some point. It, it's and, not set up, it's designed. Hey, hey, before you get started, well, but I want to do doesn't a- have the issues oh, though. JQ no, cab drives differently. <laughs> JQ has, yeah, has the same issues. I'm gonna mute you, JQ. Well, I gotta be. do an ad read. Wait. So here at the NNRC, we're all about the glory, and that glory is nitro. TNR fuels is the hottest fuel in the market, owned and operated by Chris Nelson and his family. Made by racers for racers. TNR fuels is currently available throughout the USA. For more information, to support the company or to purchase some fuel from them, visit www.tnrfuels.com or contact Chris Nelson directly at chris at tnrfuels.com or find them on House of RC or Facebook. All right, Joseph. Hell yeah. You can uh, now talk. And now he doesn't want to talk. Did you just give him the right to ask? Now, Joseph, talk? Joseph, I know how you what? and Max get when you get together. So we have a little bit of ground rules here. Yeah, English only. English only and no rudeness. No. We only did that if, because you were messing around. You were doing something that was ruining the podcast. No, so no, me no. and JQ get company for the, our Finnish Think fans. before you say it. Think <laughs> before you say it. Think before you say it, Max and JQ, because this is live. All right? Uh, okay. I'll be nice. I mean, I remember. So don't forget that I have posted uh, false and defamatory posts about... <laughs> A certain brand, you know, so <laughs> yeah, we don't want you getting another letter. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I should have probably thought about that before I said anything. It uh, upon examination, it's obvious that your statements were malicious and made with the very intention of damaging my client's business reputation. My <laughs> client has suffered irreparable damage to its business interests. So yeah, I have to be careful here. I'm surprised you've only gotten one of those, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Well, yeah, now clearly. Horizon is uh, <laughs> buying up more brands, no so more. there's less and less things. <laughs> less you can talk about. <laughs> no more AKA yeah. for you, yeah. Joseph. <laughs> yeah. So no Proline AKA. <laughs> What's next? Arma. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Joseph. Yeah. Um, we, you and I just talked to Roar. I mean, did you want to talk about some more about the race and and some of the drivers there that impressed you real quick? 
Yeah, so I think that Mayfield has now officially uh, transcended American racing and he needs to start racing against Europeans. Exactly. May- Mayfield is basically too good for all the other Americans at this point. <laughs> they need to get their shit together or just stay home. Like, what's the point? He's definitely the best so, in the United States, 100% yeah, right now. The, if, if we want to get Mayfield some competition, then we need to get him to race against the Euro- Europeans. I, I do think that Ronafalk is probably the guy that can beat him right now, but... Mayfield just had so much practice this year, and he's been so dominant. He just comes into it confident. We know yeah. Ronald Falk super Ronald confident. Ronald has been practicing. Right, but we know Ronald Falk super confident, and I love the Viking, and I think he can do it. Yeah. And you know he thinks he can do it. But, but you knows, know what? You know he knows he can do it. He'll tell you that he can yeah, do it. Yeah, we, we had this conversation yesterday on the phone, and what I said was Ronald Falk is very confident, but Mayfield is just mentally stronger. Like Mayfield is like he either throws his radio – and I think he's past those days, but he either does that or he just dominates. He's like, no one can beat him. You know, well, I think he has bad days. May- Mayfield got the monkey off his back when he won the Worlds. I yeah, think that I was his issue. Yeah. He, was, yeah. he was close so many times and always failed. And all his sort of racing friends won world championships around him. And he started doubting that, is he ever going to win? And then when he finally did, it's like, well, now I've done everything. So fuck all you guys. I seriously think like that's his attitude now. Yeah. Like, this is but fun and is- I'm good and I'm just going to win. Like he doesn't have that worry or sort of fear of failure anymore. So. But I, I do think like 2018 when he finished sec- uh, third or second, oh, I think he finished third. I think I, I could like when you, when you saw the video from the banquet, I think he was still a bit pissed. So I don't think he's like fully like, I don't give a shit anymore. I just need to win. Uh, but I think I think he still has some. But he's like, for for sure, he's much more like, I'm I'm the I'm the I'm the dude. You know, I'm the guy. Like he's much better off now than he was like before 2017. Mm-hmm. But I think the eight scale worlds is still sort of a thing like with him. But he definitely wants to win that. Yeah, I would agree. There. Yeah, I, I agree. And I think that the reason he is actually the best right now in America at least is because he actually is one of the few drivers that really knows his shit. So when he goes to a race, he isn't sort of questioning, like a lot of the drivers don't really know what they're doing and they aren't sure what they should run. Like if we look at Thibaut and Cavallari, two of his closest competitors, they don't know that much about setup. Thibaut struggles with his uh, confidence level and also, he doesn't really know what to do to the car always. Cavallari, he, uh, I think he has a bit more of an idea of what to do to the car, but he's also not really someone to really look into car setup and test different things and know what to do. He just believes in his talent level to take over. Mayfield, on the other hand, he actually practices. He tests all kinds of different stuff, and he has Adam to also bounce ideas off of and Adam tests all kinds of stuff and true is working with them. And he has Jason Rona also with the tires. Like he has a good group of people around him and they are all focused on the same thing, figuring out all the things about the car and set up and what to run and in what conditions. So when he is at these races, he knows what to do. He knows what pistons to run. He knows what tires to run. He knows the setup changes he needs to make. 
And that gives him more confidence also because he has tested this, like he knows what he's doing. So he goes that extra mile away from the racetrack to be ready to win these races. Mm -hmm. And it even goes down Mm -hmm. to the fact that he doesn't sign contracts for the biggest paycheck. He signs contracts for what will give me the best opportunity to win. That's why he's running Megan. I agree. Yeah. You know, so those are all the things that come together to make him right now the best racer in America. It could, yeah. He isn't a better driver, in my opinion, than Ryan Cavallari. Yeah. He, I, I don't yeah, think I, so. I, could say that I don't think he's uh, mentally stronger than Ryan Cavallari. I don't think so. But his dedication to his craft is stronger I than would, Ryan Cavallari. Yes, yes, I would agree. Yeah. It, it was bad, no cab there, but he popped up. Oh, like a like a ten scale car it popped off his steering link or something like that. Yeah, it was a really strange failure. Yeah, um, they popped it yeah. back on, but he wasn't able to regroup. And it was a shame. This is why we need an LCQ. This is why we need a damn LCQ. Then all them races could have been yeah. there, and you could have take those two races out of there. And we, we the viewers, the, the spectators would have had a great race. You know, the LCQ rather than taking the next two fastest would probably be a great idea. That's- Give everybody a ten minute sprint to. Yep. Or, or 12 minutes, something that you have to do a pit stop and give everybody a sprint for the last two versus doing the yeah. last two spots on, or on yeah. the fastest. I, I think that would be a way better way of doing it. So Tessman and Ogden could have raced an LCQ, right? I believe so. Yeah, Maybe yeah, they, they could have. And sure. That's what we do at Euros. That's what we do at Euros, and it's always been great since we started doing it. Yeah, I like that idea, personally. I yeah. think it's great. All yeah. right, Joseph, we kind of went on about Roar, but we got, we got Brent here. He wants to rant about it. Oh, before yeah. we go into that, right? Let's. Can we talk about techno, though? Yes. Oh, right. I forgot about that. All right. All right. So let's talk about techno. <laughs> yeah. Um, Look at you. You're hard up, man. You're just. You're ready to blast let's see somebody. How good? Let's see how good their lawyers are. Oh, oh gosh. God. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm. I'm actually fine with it. But I think. I think. Do you have the video, Keenan? Yeah, Rowan. Can you bring up the video, Rowan? Please. Is he there? Let's let's all let's right. uh, let's so, discuss this first. What's going on here? All right. Well, go on, Keenan. Well, as soon as Rowan brings it up. Um, is this the av- average Joe video? Yeah, I, I, I sat across from, from, oh my gosh. Is this the end of the race video? <sighs> yeah, I got it. Oh, you did? Yeah. I was right there. I saw I know, the whole saw thing you. go down. Me so. too. Um, Jesus. I missed the, the first part, but then I caught the second part. Uh, Rowan, where are you? You're supposed to be prepared, but let, Let's discuss because there's... Okay. All right, so we're going to play this video. I'm going to do the video... Do you, yeah. me, do you want me to say what uh, Joe said to uh, Sean Van Dalen right there? Do you want me to say Yeah, it? I didn't couldn't hear what he said. <laughs> so he, I guess uh, Sean comes in and he's trying to like just see what's going on. And, and uh, Joe says, fuck you. Oh. So at that point, yeah. Sean was like, yeah. uh, Sean's like, bro, I'm just here to talk, you know? And yeah. then, uh, but 
So I, I knowing a little bit about the dynamic of that whole situation, and, mm-hmm. and I watched Joe walk down because I was actually hanging out with Van Dalen at that very moment and talking with him, and and he came down, and, and you heard it in the in the audio. He's like, he's trying to kill me out there. I'm like, bro. I didn't see the incident, what happened. What? Yeah, I mean, evidently. I guess it was at the start. He went wide, mm-hmm. and Van Dalen put it in the put it in on underneath and then they i don't know if joe come back across him but uh he got you know he felt he got wheeled and yeah and dalen felt like he was just doing what he needed to do because i mean look you're going you're racing the best of the best you have to get every position you can i have to say and i'm gonna give van dalen lots of credit he bounced back from a lot of adversity oh, this yeah. weekend uh to finish uh and, and to make the main, because I didn't think he was going to make it. He was so far after seed, and he just battled back. And, you know, talking to his dad, talking to his girlfriend, they were, you know, they needed that. They needed, the, they needed it not to rain on Saturday so they could get another qualifying. And I'm, I'm very happy to see him fight back like that. And he did. I don't know what position he finished. Let's we see. qualified to the C, or he, he seeded into, like, the C or D sort. Yeah. Like, he was way down yeah. there. He finished, uh, he finished eighth. I think... I think it, eighth is a good, good finish for him after what he went through. Uh, Jared Tebow was the, the top techno guy. I, I sat across from the techno pits the entire – Brent did too because he was right in front of us. And everybody looks like they're smiling, but I can just, I can just tell you, and even talking to people in techno, that there is a lot of – there has to be a lot of competition going yeah. on in there. A lot of chefs in that kitchen. And – I think techno is just like, hey, here's a. This is how we explain. It. Here's a knife. Uh, here's two knives. You guys go at it, and the last two standing, you guys are gonna be the, our team drivers. And I, I, I have a feeling that, like we said, Joseph, when you see this, the four or five go in, two will come out, and which two will come out, I don't know. But there's, when you got that many good horses and good drivers, you are gonna get some and- internal confliction. That's why average Joe is getting mad. I agree. She feels yeah. threatened. Yeah, I, I do. I and he, I mean, he kind of should feel threatened. He hasn't I mean? had the best year. But like, yeah, but I don't see Techno getting rid of Joe. To be honest, I don't see him getting rid of him. But I just, I don't think they're going to be cut down to two two pro. You like, think they're going to have more than that? Well, I don't think they're going to have more than what they have now. I just don't think they're going to be cut down to two. I, I I could definitely foresee one leaving. Yeah, this year after this year, I can sure. see. Yeah, I, mean, I can honestly see Seth leaving. Can, to be honest, I, I can too. Yeah, and the thing is, the thing is, like, I mean, the, this this video is all only the small story. If we look at it, like the big picture of Seth being sort of given a a cool down period or whatever that was missing PMB and all that, and like having he did that get suspended for that. Also, by the way, I did find out he did get yeah he did get suspended. He got he was like grounded by for what. Uh, Apparently for, for using his own parts, yeah, I guess. That's what it was for. So, yeah. um, and that's that's why. And this is the second time that's happened to to Seth. And if if I, I'm not 100 percent sure because I don't know this personally, but if that's if that's the reason he got suspended, and if those suspensions are in fact the real thing, then I'm pretty sure. Seth, is, Seth actually should leave on his own, and most likely the team will kick him as well even though in my opinion he's the fastest guy out of the team he just needs to get his program set up well, so he Tebow's can uh, like do that every year well but like Tebow is more, most consistent I, think I don't think he's the fastest fastest 
Tebow isn't going anywhere. Well, He's the mm, veteran. Yeah. yeah, I don't see Tebow. I will tell you. Yeah, but Tebow, Tebow is their number one driver. But I, I think Seth has the speed to be the number one driver. He just needs to get his race program yes. to the level that Tebow has it. Yes. He doesn't have the experience yet. Yeah. Also, I want to shout out uh, Joey Bardon, man. Joey Bardon, jo he finished 27. He just missed With making the Chick fil A hat. Yeah, he just <laughs> missed making the. <laughs> The semis, man, and and just missed. I think in truck he flamed in truck leading. Dude, that, the fifteen you, dude, that that young man is made such leaps and bounds in his program. It's amazing. I mean, Techno just has all these youngsters in the, in waiting like him. I can't believe how fast he got. He got, fast. and not only that, just just the young, amount of young racers that I saw in the high, not just in the semis, but in the higher mains. That would displace in these older guys. It was in, encouraging yeah. to see. Hey, that reminds me. You know, a few years ago, we had this talk where we said that the new generation has arrived in Europe. Like, yeah. There's tons of young kids. and But who's in America? There's no one in America. You no, remember? It was just a few years ago. Yeah. yeah. And now it's like, well, they all, they all arrived, basically. Yeah. Yep. Already some in the main, Aiden Horn second, uh, a bunch in the semifinals, quarterfinals. Like, they have arrived now. It's funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's happened yeah. quick. Yeah, there's a lot of them, too. It's not, you know, that's the problem. Like, you remember, remember when we were talking about the yes. semis and how the se the odd semi was like a world final almost? Yeah, so you yeah. throw in some Europeans, it would have been a world final. But um, you, you, you go back to the one-eighths, and there is a ton of talent in yes. the one-eighths that didn't make it up into even the semis. So. These are kids that are going to be winning a lot of races, and, mm -hmm. and it's going to be a very competitive future for for Nitro or A Scale RC. Oh, I mean, man. All RC in America. I want to. I got a shout out to Ashton Abdul and Little Bump. Yeah. They both were great. Ashton was good. Caden Fuller. Ashton missed the semi bump by a spot. Really? He was so fast. He did so good. Really? I think he finished fourth in the in the in his oh, eighth, wow. in his one eighth. So the future looks good in. In that case, remember, it, it looks like it's the Midwest, Joseph, though. Yeah. The Midwest is the Italy, like I said, the Italy of America. These guys are coming out there. Fa I mean, even Cole Tallard, man. Man, I met him for the first time and watched this guy race, and he, he hasn't really raced much. And he's 20. Yeah, he does a lot of 10 scale up there at trackside. And he's up fast. There. He is fast. Um, Scotty Ernst country. Yeah, so it's impressive to see all of this. Kudos to all the, the young racers, like especially like the Fullers. I'm super happy for them. They work hard. Ashton. Little bump, Joey Burdon, all these guys. I uh, it was impressive to see them to perform that to the level. Like these kids, these young guys, they're not scared. They're not like, hey Joseph, they're taking what you said. Don't be a fanboy, be a champion. They're they're doing it, but they're just taking. You know, they're getting there. I think so. I really do. All right. Um, anybody else impress you, and then we'll move on from this race and and go on to something. We'll go on can to we, a little raw. Can I say? Can I say my final thing about Techno, though? Sure, Max. We we already sort of went through this, but I I mean, we kind of talked about this yesterday on the phone, too. Like, Techno, like, these type of things, if they happen often, the suspensions, those kind of fights after the main, mm -hmm. this team looks like it's in the brink of exploding. Really, I, to I me. I would say like, that they have a... That's a good problem for them, though. It's, a, it's on the brink of exploding. Not really. But if people, the their teams are going to stay like there. Everyone hates each other and wants to leave. No, 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 no. The, the top guys want to leave because they want to be number one. The people, the, the actual yeah. team is in good shape. Like the amount of people that they had there and running technicals was impressive. 
Oh yeah, yeah, but th that's not that's not really what we care about on the show, right? We, yes, care, we about care about the guys who well, make the money. I care about everybody, but so, I care about the pros and the up and coming. Yeah, yeah, but like races. on the show, on the show, I mean, like right. I care about everyone running RC, but on the show, we don't talk about the guy who finished sixth. If we talk about the guys who made the main, you know. Yeah. So when I'm talking about the team, when the guys don't want to share setup info, when the guys hate each other, they don't want to pit next to each other. That's but they were pitting next team. to each other. They were pitting next to each other and all that stuff. Yeah, but, you but can... you, as you said, they were fighting. They were like they 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 were all oh, just Joe and not Seth really having fighting. a good time. Joe and Seth were fighting, but you yeah, can but... you can see that they like it's just all oh, them guys want to be number one, man, and only one person can be number one. So it's, yeah, it's but, a lot uh, like TLR, TLR and and AE. Those three teams all have a bunch yeah. of either up and coming superstars or yeah, but, already superstars on their team, and there's gonna be the inner rivalries. There's yeah. got, there has to be because everyone's fighting to to either get a paid contract or get more out of their contract or to become contracted. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's just the way it's going because there's you, so you many good guys. Track, though. Huh? I mean, if I was a team manager, I don't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want this. I would want them to keep it on the track, race as hard as you want on the track, but then on the pits, you're friends and you represent uh, the team. You don't fight like that. That's that's something like that should never happen. And you should always share, share setup info, all that. Like that's exactly what happens. Like you could see in like professional motorsports, like actual motorsports. Every time when shit like this happens. The team goes down. They lose every time. No, well, like there are no exceptions on this. We need this. This is just like Senna and Prost or Lewis Hamilton and uh, what's his name? Not Botas, the other one. Yeah, but um, Techno isn't winning anything. Like if I, Techno wants yet. to win, they have to get rid of the situation. Well, with with this set, with this team, with this team, if they keep doing shit like they're doing now, and if the, with the car they have now, they will never win. They need I to change I, things to win. I think they have a good problem to have. It's going to be hard to manage all those egos, but I, I don't think they have a problem with winning. Yeah, I agree. I think they'll be just fine. Well, if I'm the, just wondering if I Joe mean, is going to well, if if Joe Bornhorse is going to get any kind of suspension for an event after that, based on you know like Van Dalen getting suspended yeah. for testing parts that maybe could have helped the whole team. I mean, I mean, I guess you could see it either yeah. way, but. Um, you know, like the way he conducted himself, if if you've got some kind of code of conduct for your team that he went well above and beyond. Yeah, especially you know, to a that, teammate. Right, to a teammate at the very at the very most. That that's there might yeah. should be a penalty if But if, I mean what happened this is exactly what happened with Cav and Rivkin. Cav throwing a tantrum at DNC and getting suspension for a few months and that definitely like unsettled the team. I mm, mean Yeah. It's yeah. not unprecedented. So I, I think this is that's what the worst case scenario here is the team breaking up and uh, I mean T, I don't I don't see Tebow leaving anytime soon which is great for Techno because that's the only guy they really want to keep. All the other guys are they can get rid of them and get uh, replacing guys if they want to. Yeah. Also shout out Jermaine Robinson. Uh, mm -hmm. he was good. It was good to see the West Coast guys come over and race a fast young guy. Um, he did pretty well as well. It's a lot of fast dudes from Arizona, man. Oh man, I know. That Captain Arizona, Lime looked good. Yeah. I mean Hackett was super impressive too. Yeah. Like I I can't to bump up that far and it was only a couple S works there to be honest. You know, Camden and him, a couple other guys. So they did well. Uh, I have to touch on Lutz too. Lutz looked very good. All week. He just had some bad luck in his semis. He looked good. Lutz has yeah, still got speed. Nope. Bad luck. What happened this time? I think what? he flamed. Yeah, yeah, well, it's an alpha flame. He flamed on the pitch every single time. I mean, come on. I, I mean, if I ever have this issue myself, I maybe have a different perspective. But 
I mean, come on. How how does this happen? Like, how do people mess up like this? I don't. I don't, know, I don't, I don't really know. understand this. It's not know, luck with Lutz. We've been over this. But he's you can't race for twenty years and never finish a fucking race, right? He still got the speed. Yeah, he still got the. He speed. did have speed, but he uh, whether you call it luck or not, he he he, he just was flaming out. He yeah. had a lot of flame outs in the. Yeah, and that's where I mean, LCQ would have been great too. out of the pits is something that shouldn't just happen. Well, I, I, I mean, hey, you can just rev LCQ. the engine and that's all. Well, that too, but he would have probably flamed out in the LCQ as well. Ugh, you have no faith. All right. Um, no, but he, I get he, it. I get every it. Every single time he came into the pits, he flamed out. So yeah. even he would have to use a bottle, or then flame out in the pits. Okay. All right. You I know? think that's enough um, about that. <laughs> Max, because he's getting all serious. Take it easy, Maxie. Jesus. No, but I mean, here's the thing. You guys are like, well, I don't know what happened to Lutz. You all watched the race. You know what happened to Lutz. Oh, I didn't watch him flame out. I couldn't see nice. him flame out. I wasn't watching okay. that part. Okay, okay. I, I give that, you the benefit of the doubt on this one. That's what happens when you sign for a paycheck. See? That's what Mayfield didn't do. I guess yeah. he was lucky. Yeah. You have a point yeah, there, yes. we, are, we aren't saying anything bad about Mayfield because he's doing his shit right, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you oh, can. he's doing just fine. Just fine. He's, yeah. he's just lucky, right? No, yeah, he's lucky. No, that dude's prepared. Right. That's, that's a, he's good. Yeah. He's, he's on fire. He, he earned all exactly. 12, 10 cases of Coors Light he's going to drink this week. Shit, he drank it that night. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. All right. Um, you know what? Let's pay some bills and let's go into the final part of this podcast. Uh, a little a little rant on Raw, and then we'll take some viewer questions. You know, I want to shout out to the Sun City RC Raceway. They are treating us good, and uh, we love the Shawas family and Corbin. Happy belated birthday, Corbin. Happy birthday. Sun City RC Raceway, the home of El Paso's world-famous motocross-inspired eight-scale off-road track. <laughs> the Shawas family has over 20 years' experience creating one of the premier tracks in the USA. Their world-class facility has everything. Handicap accessibility, covered beds, skate starts, space for parking RVs, trailers, and lights for night racing. Follow SCRC on Facebook under Sun City RC Raceway. For updates, upcoming races, or host your own race. Yes, thank you to Sun City RC Raceway. Shout out to the Showers family. JQ's favorite uh, and biggest supporter, Joey Showers. He loves JQ and Joseph loves him. Thank you to those guys. And happy belated birthday to, to, to Corbin. And real quick, Checker Past also brought up a, a good topic. He says, concerning flameouts, temps were huge. Humidity was huge. That's what really messed up that rain and all that stuff came. Uh, and they, that did affect them uh, on main day. I mean, Lutz came in and he had to, uh, I mean, Tebow came in and one of his qualifiers and was so rich. So he had to come in and he missed his, uh, missed that. <clears throat> and uh, it could be, I don't think it was too high up there. We was at some altitude, but not too high, but it was just the, the hot, it was very hot and very humid on on Sunday. Sunday was the hottest day of the week. Oh, yeah. So yeah. You, you go all week, and it was, everyone was tuning to what it was. And then main day, you know, for most people getting limited track time, um, it, it was it was the hottest of the, of the week. So Yeah. All right, Joseph. Um, I probably should have played the rant. So I know you want to rant a bit about Raw, and so does Brent. So let's... uh. Let's take some minutes here to talk about Roar. In, I mean, Joseph, you and I just interviewed them. We talked to them. So we, got, we probably have a little better perspective on things. 
But who do we? Who wants to go first on the rant? Her? Is it you, Joseph? Or Joseph do, does. Joseph, you go first. Me? Yeah. Okay, well, my rant is a bit uh, bigger picture. Yeah, I think. Also, don't make uh, it twenty minutes about, long. Uh, it's not about the fuel tanks or the truggy bodies, really. My rant is more the same things that I've said about Efra. The thing is that we now have professional racers. Their job is to go race. We have brands that pay drivers just to race. Mm -hmm. We have professional race organizers, event organizers. We have brands like uh, J Concepts, spending a lot of money on racing, also having sponsoring their own series and organizing their own events, paying drivers like Ryan Mayfield. Jason goes to the races. He goes and tempts the track. Uh, tries to figure out what compound to run. Like these guys are taking this shit seriously, right? Mm -hmm. yep. uh, you have Team Associated. They have a long-standing history of finding young talent around the country, getting them into that Team Associated program. Some of those guys progress through the ranks, become factory drivers, but they support all these guys, not just in America, but worldwide. Mm -hmm. A lot of good young drivers and max uh, race associated right <laughs> so so uh, they, they also take this seriously right they spend time and effort and money to work on their racing program they do a great job of doing that we have all these different companies and they they have all different kinds of strengths but the passion is there they lo love racing and that's what they do so I think that all of these people and companies deserve to have a good governing body that shares those values, mm -hmm. that cares about the racing and wants to improve. If we have the same fucking issues, sorry, I shouldn't swear, it's live. If we, sorry, go <laughs> ahead. Lefty can't edit. If we have he acts like the, that was same the first time issues, he swore. Yeah, if we have the same issues for decades, why don't we fix them? Why doesn't Raw look at figuring out the better way of doing things? Thank you. Why, why do we have to keep doing the same thing and uh, it just not progress? I want to see some progress. These companies are improving their tire compounds and tread patterns and cars and uh pit presence and everything they do, social media presence, all these companies are doing things to progress. But what's holding us back is not these individual companies, really. What's holding us back is our governing bodies, our federations, like Roar in America. They show up to the race. They don't know what's going on. They decide that people just stand in line for practice at the premier event of America, right? right. Just stand in line. Then they decide at some point that oh you just you can just run as much as you want. No, I that guess. was I don't think that was wasn't raw. That the case? No, it wasn't. No, raw. No, 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 that wasn't raw. It, isn't raw? Isn't raw running the race though? It's their well, race. This like, was the this was Wednesday. Wednesday's an unofficial practice day. The tracks well, allowed. Even that. Even However, that, like, what the hell is that all about? Well, I why mean, is there an unofficial practice day though? So the track can make some extra money. I would assume it's so that the track can yeah. have some income. I mean, every, it's no secret that. Yeah, but should Roar it's, pay them though? Should Roar pay them I the agree, money and then just hold their own race better? Yeah, maybe. So anyway, there, yeah. there's there's obviously options. Yeah, 
better, much better options than what happened. Okay. I'm maybe not disagreeing. Just, maybe two yeah. days of raw official practice would have been great. Like, yeah, so, yeah. So we need to, we need these governing bodies to improve what they're doing. We need them to become professional because that's the only way that we can improve from where we are. And one thing that also frustrates me is, and one of the big reasons I also left uh, social media is because I'm so tired of um, basically ignorance or like you can have different opinions. That's fine. But when your opinions aren't based in reality or your standard of what you think is good is just so way like way off, I just, it just frustrates me. Like, if someone thinks that this was, the, oh, this is the best we can do. This was a great event. Everything, if everything is great, we don't need to change anything. Well, I mean, come on. It yeah. just, that's just not true. You know, so we need to raise our expectations maybe a bit also mm-hmm. and not just accept every year. Every, it's a good example is DNC, actually, where the same drivers always say, like, screw this race and they, they're not coming next year. And then everyone shows up. Yeah. Here. Like, it, there's just this thing of like oh people God. complain, but they they don't do anything. It's FOMO, and then and people people on the outside looking in, they FOMO. accept things that shouldn't be accepted. They accept them as oh, this is awesome, this is great, when they really aren't. Yeah, so, so the, all I, those I don't know. those drivers you talk about that keep going back because I hear it all the time, even at race time events and stuff. Right. It's it's FOMO. It's they have a fear of missing out. Yeah, and so they they go because yeah. they want to be at the biggest races and they want, but they'll they'll bitch and complain about it the entire time. And you hit it on the head that there you got to have some solutions for problems. You cannot tell me that in 2019, the last nationals that we had to have that we got to have in Thornhill, mm-hmm. that you that it went off so perfect that you couldn't improve. They actually did a worse job. I, well, I agree. And so you, you, you go from two years of not doing, not having to put on a, a sanctioned event, basically, and you show up and you do the same damn thing you did two years ago. Where was the improvement? See, I come from the train of thought of if everybody comes and has a great time at my event, I want to have them come back and have a better time mm-hmm. at the next one. Why would you want to just be subpar and be okay with a – you know, this is how we do it. And I'm not saying you've been the rules, change the rules, you do anything like that. I say provide an experience. The mamas provided yeah. the experience. Roar yes. provided the, the bullshit, the downer of the week. You know, like we, we could have all <laughs> just had a national event mm-hmm. put on by mama in the same format without Roar, without paying for a membership. Been and out of crowned, there by 8 o'clock every night. And crowned a champion. And I would consider them the national champion. Yeah. You know, that, I think that's where I'm having a big issue is we all covet, you know, the industry. I say we all. I don't personally, but I know that it's, it's what the manufacturers go for. The manufacturers covet a national championship. Yeah. Yet we don't have an organizing body that cares about the national championship. I, I got to talk to a few manufacturers, <laughs> one, and, and they, they share these same concerns. And you know what the general consensus is? We as the manufacturers need to come together and fix raw. And I'm like, yeah, let's do it. But also, we the people need to come on and, and try to fix it. Uh, Joseph, we kind of talked to raw and we found out, yes, that people can become 
become members. You can vote in your rep to your, to your region, your regional rep, nominate and vote them in. And it's either we do it that way or we just completely just do a whole new offered association. But I don't want to do because Raw, if we no, fix Raw, no. we fix it. Listen, no, you, no, no, no. We don't need no. We ones. don't need a new one, but that's what people Guys, are calling for. You cannot have the manufacturers fix Roar. Yeah, I don't. And you can't have the people fix no. Roar. The internals of the organization need to fix their organization. Right, I agree this, with that. This, you cannot have influence from outside to fix an organization that competes against other manufacturers. You do not want that. Mm-hmm. What you need no. is somebody yeah, with a I, backbone that's willing to put in the work and time mm-hmm. and effort to grow this organization and bring back RC not only just to the to the national level, but bring it back to the regional level and help grow the hobby in general as an organization. They're not doing anything of the sort. Nothing. They literally yeah. do not care until they show up at that race. And even then when they show up, to me, it looks like they don't care. Mm-hmm. This, and that's yeah. only going to think, change if it is a professional organization, because then it's yeah. their job to do it. I actually and think it depends on it like that. That's different. Now, when they're volunteers, it's it's literally like that social club that he said it's even listed under. It's like, oh, yeah. let's go. You let's can still have a non country and go to these races and be important. You can still have a nonprofit and pay yeah. the people in charge so that they get yeah, compensated yeah, yeah. for their time. In, in yes, professional or nonprofit, as long as somebody is a full timer, you get two or three full time people that that's all they do in an office, and it could still be a nonprofit organization, which is fine. But you still have to put forth the effort. Mm-hmm. I mean, so little effort was put forth towards this event. It's two years in the making, and they literally, I mean, the simplest of details did not have enough car numbers to go on all the cars for qualifiers, which they require from us as a racer. Yeah. Just simple shit like that drives me up the wall. I agree. I agree with this. Vote people in who have the passion. So that's my whole thing. You get people in these regions, like maybe you, or say say you're the region two, I don't know, whatever. You want change? If you get more people like yourself, say I run for this region, I go for this region. If you get more people in there that want to change and push raw forward, you can start by, you can actually, Joseph and I both agree if this, Raw can be the catalyst to fixing RC. I agree. Because the American market is so big, it's bigger than any other market. I don't care what you two say, you think Europe's the biggest, but American market's super big, and they race every weekend here. If we can fix Raw, then we can fix RC and the rest of the federations. And that starts by getting people in there that want to progress forward, get these old guard out who... And there are probably people in Raw that want to do things differently, but their hands are tied, and they can't. They should have had more staff at this race, but they couldn't because they couldn't. No, oh, you don't want to pay because this is our big, our big paycheck. Raw gets most of their money from ten scale and eight scale nationals, and the on road community benefits really good off that. And they only get about eighty entries to a race. It's time that the off road people had some sort of say and started changing yeah, things well, because yeah. we need to fix things. Yeah. I don't think that's really an issue. The issue is that they don't care enough and they will never care enough if they don't have to care. Exactly. So exactly. that's where the problem that I have with our industry and also races, not just the brands, that's where my problem comes in where these brands complain, but they don't, they don't make a stand. Yeah. Like they, they, they could actually 
help to change the industry for the better, but they don't. They go to these races yeah. and get DQ'd and have weird rules and all this and complain, but they don't do anything about it. If they just came together and said, like, we have, let's come up with some demands and then put it to raw. Like, if you don't do this, we're not going to the nationals. Yeah. Like, yeah. If all the, if the brands did that, the raw would have to abide by those things or at least they yeah. would have to talk as long as all the, up with, okay all the brands we'll would do. have to agree on that demand though because yep. if not then no, you're just showing no. some form of a some form of you know favorites they don't even sense. all have think, to if associate yeah, I, and horizon and uh who else mugen <laughs> decide like hey we really need to change these things and uh, techno win the nationals like no one's gonna care who cares like right. Yeah, it, you have to make a stand. One brand can't do it. You get enough I agree. people together, then you can do it, and that's what has to happen. And think, like protests yeah. in the street, protests, protesting, uh, disrupting society. That doesn't change anything, right? Right. Looting or destroying something, it doesn't change anything. Have, having picket lines, it doesn't change anything, but it creates an atmosphere and uh, in an environment where change can happen because there is outside pressure on government to make some changes. People who are in yeah. government who are saying certain things start getting listened to because the people are not happy. They are upset. They are revolting, right? So that, that fact that people talk and complain and moan and piss them on and this and that or protest that doesn't make the change, but it helps to create an environment where things can change. Do you see what yeah. I mean? Yeah, I, I, don't, yeah, we, yeah, I, yeah, I think That's why I hate it when people are online and they're like saying that this is so awesome and oh, great coverage. And when it's not like just people should openly voice their discontent with race organizers, with coverage, with raw, with everything, with, with the negative aspects of what's going on. Why do they just, yeah. why do they look through everything at rose tinted glasses at some point and just like, oh, this is best race ever? Like, I don't understand. Then you meet them face to face and they complain about it. <laughs> oh, this is so shit. Yeah. I don't get it. And, yeah. Especially yeah, people I think, in I, higher positions who are respected in the industry. Yeah. I, I personally believe that we have been oh, trying not- nicely. Like, we, we have been trying for F, in EFRA, there's been people like Oscar Janssen who took something to the table in 2005. Jake has been some of, to the, some of the meetings. There's been people who've been trying to change EFRA from the inside for over 15 years, for sure. And the thing is, the nice way didn't work. In the roar, we can try to do what left is trying to do. We can do that as a backup. But that's an, another nice way. And we have proof that the nice ways don't work. So the manufacturers, the racers, people like us now doing the podcast, we have to be like, hey, we have to make Roar and Efra scared that there is mm-hmm. actually an option and an option that most people probably will support. And when they get scared, they have the fire under their ass and they're going to do shit. But now, right now, we're going to be like, hey, Roar, you got to be better. You got to be better, right? Next year, you're going to be, right? Okay, you're going to be better next year. That ain't gonna work. That hasn't worked. It will never work, and that's because they don't really care. As long as they, as long as they aren't scared, they're not gonna do anything. But when you're scared, uh, there's a will, and will will find a way because mm-hmm. Roar will want to exist and to exist, 
And to be sort of the, the governing body, the main governing body in America, and IFMAR to be the one in the world and EFRA to be one in Europe, they will have to do something to survive when there's something to take their position away. So mm-hmm. they ha- we have to make them scared somehow, be it us, the racers, be it the media, RC media, or be it the manufacturers. Whatever it is, everyone has to come in together. And it doesn't matter if Techno says, okay, we're going to go to Nationals or whatever brand it is. It doesn't have to be Techno, obviously. But if, if at least like half of the brands say, we're not going to go, and we're going to do this other race, for example, RCGP or whatever it, it is, it, it's a DNC or whatever, and they say this is National. Whatever it, it ends up being, if at least like, over half of the brands say that this is going to be the thing, the rest are going to follow because Roar is going to go down and they're going to get scared and they're going to either change or go away. They're scared now, though. I'll tell you that. That's why they reached out to us. Yeah, but they need to be scared enough to do shit to change. I would be interested to know. They aren't still scared enough to change. I would be interested to know if while you guys talked to Chuck uh, earlier, and I don't know what you can or can't say, but why he wasn't at the biggest Roar oh, he, event uh, of the of the year. He said he had to be close by. He had family situation, okay. so he couldn't be there. He wanted to be there, but at the last moment, he had to do that. Okay. Yeah. So this is why I've actually been pushing so hard for RCGP, for example, working with uh, like Lifetime and other lap counting softwares to have them implement new racing formats Mm -hmm. so that they're ready to go for race organizers and uh, speaking with race organizers in Europe and in America, sort of lobbying to lobbying them to run a different format, lobbying American races to run with a schedule, like trying to get these people to change their ways, right. And show them that they can still make the same amount of money or they can make more money. Mm -hmm. by doing things differently because if these things exist in the world already if there are races that are more fun if there are races that take less time of your day but you get the same or more track time uh, if these things exist then it's a lot easier to make that positive change right because you don't have to um, try to get these federations to do something that doesn't exist you just show like look why don't you do it like this instead? So, yeah, that's that's another aspect of it. You need to, people need to speak truth to power. Also, people in the industry, brands, people who are races who are respected, they need to be honest about these issues and confront the federations, right? But also, better op- options need to exist in the world. New racing formats, events, series, yeah. you know? So there's and two the thing different is, things. And I don't think I don't think the main thing about RCGP was that it was a series. I don't think I I don't think that was even the close the first thing that made it anywhere different than the world. So I think what made it different was the attitude behind it. The attitude was to make an experience for fans, make a product that actually can someday sell to viewers and to make RC something that is actually a sport that people want to watch. I don't think the pro- I don't think what made RCGP special was that it was a series, at, at all. Really, it could have been just one race and be just as great as it was. And I think that's what Efra and and Roar and these federations are missing out because Euros are great, yeah, but they're great because of they're being there since forever. And it's not not like it's not great because the race is great or organization is great. It's great because of its legacy, and that's all they have right now. 
Yeah. All right. I think we all feel the same way on this. Um, before I go into some, we're going to take a few viewer questions and then we're going to head out of here because we've been on this for two hours. We got to drive back to North Carolina. Ryan Mayfield won the NNRC Cup. Uh, we saw the virtual series through. He he won three races out of it and he won it. Uh, we got some pictures with him. Of course, Joseph's upset. He's like, why didn't you get a better background? Well, Joseph, there was a hailstorm and a tornado is coming. Yeah. That's probably why. It was. It was you should have seen it. It was like working ants. Why didn't you crop this uh, podcast video better so see, we don't see? have to oh, look Jesus. at your balls hey, all look, day? Jesus. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I literally, when I took the picture, I grabbed it, and then Mike was, like, waiting at the entrance, and I came running around the corner with this thing. Like, yeah. could you Listen, imagine me running you know with what? a big trophy? Yeah, Keenan, Keenan ain't running. Keenan is walking fast. <laughs> I ran. Yeah. All right. <laughs> He's checking his balls. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm worried about it. Because I'm hurt scratching my nuts and all that type of stuff. <laughs> the whole position. time, JQ's hey, been looking at your balls. Of course he notices that. At hey, least he's got manscaped, though. He's got, he he's got like, hey, clean balls I, manscaped. We barely escaped yeah. a, thun- a, a, a tornado, tornado. And man. he's like, you need to get a... Ba- well, would you like us to get a picture of a tornado in the background? Or maybe we can take a picture from the tornado. I mean, that, listen, <laughs> that it would be cool. It didn't happen in 30 seconds. Cool. You could have very easily got a better picture. So stop with that excuses. Hey, you just don't understand nothing. You weren't there. You know what? If you was there, I would hope that tornado would hey, take you. This is exactly the attitude that Roar has. <laughs> May, okay? Mayfield had yeah, beer to drink, to all right? From you. Dude, then guys, then guys... Be you better. Yeah, shut Be better. Do shut better. better. You be better. Improve. You be better. Improve. Oh, yeah, God. I am. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. Right. You are roar right now, though. Oh, I mean, God. this conversation is exactly what you are. I can never do anything right now. for this guy. Hey, here's a million dollars. You should run for roar president. <laughs> I would be a great roar president. I'd get voted in no time, no exactly. way. And I'll change it. Someone you would, would come you would with say, a complaint and you just give an excuse. Oh, my God. Yeah, you would say there was a tornado <laughs> coming in. All right, um, we're gonna open up the let's let's answer some let's answer some questions here real quick. Matthew J. Forget, yeah. why is there a shortage of eight scale electric motors? Sensor boards do not use the chips that are short supply worldwide. I don't know. I didn't know there was a shortage of eight scale electric motors. Is there a shortage? Mark? Well, there's been a shortage of a lot of things in uh, the electronic world. Yeah. You know, between FETs no, and uh, uh, semiconductors is like the big thing. Uh, um, transponders yeah. have been on a shortage because really? of semiconductors, but um, I, I think that we're going to start seeing that stuff turn around over the next like three to six months and get back to normal. All right. Uh, you guys have five minutes. We're going to take some questions. If you want, some, want us to answer some questions, let us know. And then we're going to wrap I, this up. I, I want to address one comment okay. I saw before. Go ahead. Uh, someone said, you don't make positive, positive change with fear. You make positive change with passion. And he's right. He's definitely right. But the thing is, when there is no passion, the fear is your only option. It's the last option and worst of the two. But when the passionate people are being suppressed inside Roar and the people that actually want to do things get their hands tied together, you have to make those people who are in charge and not passionate fear because that's the only way they will do anything. And when you get those people out because they get too afraid, then you get the passionate people in. But if, if passion doesn't make the change, fear has to be the one to make it. That's yeah. that's just my take on it. That, that's the it's, last option, but it's pretty that's accurate. what we have to do. If yeah, we have to be the catalyst for change. We have to speak with mm-hmm. our votes, with our money. And if you feel that a race isn't worth your money, don't go. You know, and that's the only way you can change things. Just just save your money. Go support your local club or something like that. I think yeah. that's one of the hardest things, though, as far as you know, for people being in the industry. 
for instance, you know, manufacturers or, you know, I spend a lot of time and, and effort and money in advertising for our website. And, you know, we, as much as I don't want to go because of supporting something I don't believe in at the moment, it's, it's such a tough, very few people are going to be able to like, just say no. Very few. I understand the concept. I believe the concept. And maybe we need to figure out some form of a, a revolt towards it. But yes. it needs to be more than one. If yeah. one manufacturer doesn't go, the other guys are going to, you know, yeah. are capitalized. I agree with you. And that, that's the issue with that situation. Now, I'm, I'm all for going in with other people and saying, no, let's not support it until they actively show us they're doing something to better the organization and help the industry in 100%. the ways we need. But until then, what do we, you, if I'm the only one that doesn't show up, uh, you know, motors or, or website or whatever, and my, my people are there, I, I feel like I'm letting them down in a sense. Yeah. I agree with you. Kyle yeah, Chasen. That's, that's, I think that's what, that's why you need like people to connect. You have to be like, uh, let's say another manufacturer, let's, let's say a big East Coast race that's really bad, or let's say Aurora Nationals. You have to connect with other brands and say, hey, at least like this, these five big brands, we're not going to go. Then you can say like, we are, we are a team together. We, we, we think alike. And like you have to be bigger than what Roar is at the moment to make it work. I agree. You, you, I like, agree. That's the thing, like, you can't do it. Like, that's why we have unions for workers, because the boss is always the powerful one, and that one worker can't do anything. But if they all unite, it's, it's much more powerful. Here's uh, Kyle Chase wants to know who's in charge of Raw. Uh, Chuck Kleinhagen, we interviewed him today. Uh, Mike Lopez, is the ENETS at max cap? No, the ENETS never seems to get uh, a big turnout. And I did talk to Lee Setzer. I know a lot of people thought that that track's a little bit small, but he said they're going out 40 feet on each side with a roof to before the ENATs. Hopefully they got a good um a good uh a good showing. JQ Max, what's your take behind the Shock Tower Truggy Buddies? We did go over that, Barry, but real quick. Max and JQ. Uh I don't think JQ really cares. But I can say I, I already talked about this last weekend, but the thing is, uh I do believe actually this I I I'm I'm gonna be honest here. I think the bodies look better, but the thing is, if people really like the old style, you can make the rules so that it, it it's it's pretty easy to make the rules so that you so that you have to use the old style bodies. It's not that hard. But uh, I think I think though the thing is though I really want the target class to go away. So <laughs> I don't think I'm gonna be I'm, I'm gonna be the one to give any good advice to chuggies because. If you if you look at it like I would I would be really happy to see like like two wheel drive eight skill buggy something like that because we have two wheel drive four wheel drive those are different cars yeah, everything yeah. different but having a, a, a eight scale buggy with the longer arms and bigger tires and then raising a smaller one which is just a basic eight scale buggy why why are we raising that at the same race like I don't think those cars are different enough where it makes any sense to race them. I would be really happy to, let's say if gas truck just stayed, I'd be really happy to have gas truck as second class and an eight scale buggy. And to, to be honest, I would really like to see like two wheel drive eight scale buggy. That would be, I would probably race it like more likely than Truggy. You know what? Uh, Truggy's not going anywhere, Max. I think they actually look yeah, like Truggies well, now. Bad, but I think they look like Truggies. Well, the Proline body yeah. looks like a buggy. I think no, I think they look like yeah, Truggies now because it's supposed to be a cross. Yeah. I never thought that a Truggy looked like a truck, really. 
Well, maybe not. Yeah, maybe the the techno and the J concept very much so look more like a truck with the bed the way it is, yeah, and the cab. But, but the the Proline, yeah. you know, that my only concern is like like a lot of people were on the internet saying that these bodies are morphing into just bigger buggies, like Max has said. And if we can't if we can't mm-hmm. like sig- you know figure out or you know what's the word I'm looking for, just make them both look so different, then yeah. Why? Why have them both at that point? I agree, but I, I you have yeah, a truck and body, I, I, and there needs to be rules that yeah. stipulate what that body has to fit within, you know, something to make it keep it looking like a truck body. Muggy maniac. Yeah, why? I, mean, I they think, need uh, to make it so that the body goes over the shock tower on the front, and that's it. Yeah. Okay. But to me, to me though, after all, I, I already wrote a comment on Facebook. Uh, I don't remember exactly the wording I said, but. The Truggy has been just uh, a bigger buggy for a while, but now with the new bodies, people are realizing it. Pretty much a comment like that. Because if you look, like now when they have buggy bodies, people are like, oh, that's that's a buggy with bigger wheels. Yeah, yeah, yeah the body was the only factor that changed. So why don't we have two classes with buggy cars and then just put a short course truck body on the buggy and call that Truggy? Problem solved. You don't even have the second car. You can just run the same car both classes. We can okay. have truggy and buggy class. You don't even have to buy those okay. f- super expensive tires. Right. We get it. You don't like truggy. Um, because it's, it's pointless. It's not going anywhere, <laughs> so relax. Uh, would monthly meetings with Robbie beneficial with members? Well, Apparently, why? they do have virtual meetings. I was about to say, what's stopping them now? Apparently, they do. They said. Okay. They said. Yeah, it's, to me, that's a no-brainer. If you want to meet with your, your regions or your, your faculty, you know, to, you know, why aren't you having a great big meeting right before nationals? All right, guys, you got everything in order? Hey, does everybody have the number I stickers agree. for the bodies? Yeah, that would, You know, like, yeah. what? Oh, I mean, there's 15 freaking, you know, sticker companies yeah. in this industry that would have made them and next day aired them if it needed to be done. It's... It's silly. At least I got your nice plaque. Uh, Serpent, uh, Muggy Maniac wants to know, why is Serpent not more well-known? He just built the SXRX, SRX8 Evo, and the QC is top-notch. Why did, They used to have a great team. Then they got rid of, uh, they didn't want to pay Paul Sicarello a, a, pay, a living wage, and he, le- and he just left. That's pretty much what happened. And Serpent just... They focus a lot of their, um, yeah. They focus a lot of their attention on on road, which kind of leaves you know off road to be so, the right at a step. A couple more questions, sir. Mike Lopes, and then yeah. we're gonna wrap this up. Who is okay. the person? Who is the person or persons to push the manufacturers to go to raw? Identify them and drive this forward. A pillar in the industry, as example, need to push this, but also have the means to reach the audience. Here's the issue: people are scared to shut to. The person is JQ. Yeah, but everybody hates JQ. Put- that's the problem. Yeah, and everybody hates them. The so. issue is that a lot of these guys... <laughs> That's the biggest issue, right? <laughs> a lot of these guys are worried about their paychecks at the end of the day so they can't say what JQ says. What happens is things like this podcast can take the heat for those guys where they can have a bigger voice later, I believe. So, And it takes the people, man. Take the people voicing their opinions and supporting things like this and, and, and getting behind these initiatives to do different things. That's all. That's all, I think, at the end of the day. All right. Um, region 5 does not exist. VP is cool guy, but there's nothing in Region 5 I ever see. Well, maybe you should nominate somebody else to run in that region. They're doing the odd regions this year, apparently. So, All right, guys. I don't have really much more to say. Uh, well, we got Jay Smoker in here. What's up, Jay? How you doing? Jay Steichlov. Jay Steichlever. Y'all kind of just talking in circles. It's simple. Manufacturers shouldn't go and support Enets. Then go. Then don't go. 
Yeah, that's what they have to do. But all of them kind of, you need not just one. You need, you need like a, a couple of them to do it. If just one manufacturer decided not to go, it wouldn't really do nothing. You need a, a few. And it's just about yeah. getting them to do that. It's They're not going to do it, though. Yeah, if A and TLR say we're not going to the one ten scale nats, that's done. Those nats are over. Yeah, you know? I, mean, I couldn't agree more, Jake, and I touched on that just a little bit yeah. ago. The problem is, is if if AE says they're not going, and then TLR goes, and TLR wins all the nationals, and AE gets snubbed, and for whatever reason, those those national titles mean something, whether or not AE's there or not. So, it. it Everyone has to do it together or it's not going to happen. That's the, that's the fact of the matter. If everybody doesn't get together and yep. do it all at the same time and boycott it at some form or fashion, it will not matter. I agree. Hey, JQ, Kevin Thompson wants to know, what's your abbreviation for ROAR? And then I think that's it for us today. I got to drive back to Charlotte. I, I only got I only thought of some non-PC ones, so I, I don't, okay. I, okay. I'm going to have to skip this. Does the disqualification – no, I think because uh, – Cole and Ty both finished in the top. No, the, no, no. In the yeah, they finished last in the semi. Yeah, <clears throat> so they finished in the top. Uh, the percentage to go to the the worlds, which Ty could go to worlds regardless because he's a champion, a world yes. champion. He's yes. got provisional no matter what. So, all right. Yeah. So really old antique races. <laughs> <laughs> What's the Ifmar one? International Federation of Men Arranging Retreats. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> no, no. I, I got to say the one stupid thing I heard them say, because we watch, we, they, they, we caught them arguing with each other and all that type of stuff, right? I saw that, that guy, Jeff one. Parker, on his phone, and all I kept thinking, he's calling um, Javier, and Javier's just saying, Heritage, remember the heritage, heritage. <laughs> and um, also, what was funny is in the races, in the drivers' meeting, they go, and yeah, you can turn on your radios in the pits. Oh, yeah, well, probably with 2.4 gigahertz, you don't need that. Oh, my God. And I was just like, you mean we only had it for 15 years? You oh, didn't get the memo? That's what I'm saying. They're so unprepared. They're living in the past, man. Like, it is so bad. So oh, bad. Oh, my gosh. Um, I just want to say before we wrap this up, maybe they will find this podcast in ten years. No, the the, the disqualification <laughs> of Ty and Co does not hurt their chances to go to the worlds. They still qualified. We they qualified top that, forty. Yeah. yeah, they just finished at the end of the semis. Um, with all that being said, I want to say Smoker just added a letter. Yeah, just to thank everybody that uh, <laughs> I want to shout out and say thank you to the LCRC. Uh, family, they they made us feel at home. They ran out the red carpet for us. They made sure we had everything we needed. We had great pit spots. We had everything covered. I, I 100% believe the only reason that that race ran so smoothly was because of them, period, not because of Roar. And um, I want to say uh, thank you to all the Northeast racers and who gave us some, gave the NNR Cecil Love and invited me over to eat and drink beer, even though I didn't drink beer. And just, it was good to see the Southeast races. It was just good to see everybody again. I really had a good time. Joseph, you really, and Max, you guys have missing it. Uh, we're not going to any race. You might not go into any races. It's it's really good. Like, oh, who wrote that? We oh, my gosh. A few That's weeks JQ ago. in there. I'm going to see, look. Lefty sucks. But JQ, he's <laughs> some I can't take you anywhere. <laughs> I just saw that too. Um, oh, this, everybody your, that, your balls on this stream reminded me. I, I, I got a nice fan blowing on them, so I'm good. Um, just, Next time, why don't you zoom in a bit? Why are you worried yeah. about my balls, you uncircumcised heathen? Um, 
<laughs> Guess what? We heard a joke hey, about God, that. At, God be created better. us perfect. Be better. Be better. We, we heard we heard a joke about that at the um at the race too. I'll tell you about that later, Joseph. Uh I just can't thank uh thank the love. Thank you, Brent, for making the shirts and just being up there. It was good to hang out. I'll tell you what, I met some really nice people. Uh we got to hang out with the Jellens a lot, really good people. Unfortunately he didn't make it in there, but a great kid like him. Yeah. Um just everybody that came over and said hello and supported the podcast, we appreciate that. Bought some shirts from Brent. Brent had some shirts for sale. I wish we had more Dika. Stop looking at my balls, Joseph. And um, no, we're not looking at your balls. We're oh looking at God. the text. <laughs> see what I mean? I'm gonna screen. have to kick him out of here. This guy, <laughs> this, see, he just messes me up all the time. Now I'm all discombobulated. Uh, he's gonna do it again. Um. Thank you, everybody that tuned into this podcast, tuned into our work that we've done. Thank you to Mike Hill for help, all his help. I couldn't have done it without him. Yay, Mike. And um, honestly, we want to keep doing this type of stuff. We can only do it by you guys growing this podcast, supporting us, share this stuff. Um, and yeah, that's it. Also, we have a competition going on for RCGP. Winners will be able to watch an early release of Driven next month with me. Excuse me. Lefty is ridiculous. Sure, if you agree. Yes, I'm ridiculous. I'm rid- I love RC. Sure, sure, sure. And <laughs> um, yeah, so sign up for that competition. And the patrons will all all the patrons of the podcast will get will join me and watch that. Oh, what's up, Josh Hino? I forgot about Josh. Josh Hino. Because he didn't I didn't get to Good see him dude. before he left, but I hey, I like that dude. Yeah. He just hey, he was stop stop laughing at me. Lefty the great balls. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. See, I, this is what happens when we go to the JQ pits. They all gang up on me, and they all get me. And I, I, I can't do anything but just take it all. It was great to hang out with Josh Hino in the pits. Man, yeah. we had a great group of people around us, man. Yeah. That's what made it awesome. We had a lot of fun. Well, you know that when I go to a race, I'm only there to party. Yeah. So, like, that was uh, – we we accomplished that nine I out didn't of party times. at all, but – um. No. I just had fun. What people don't know won't won't yeah. hurt. I had fun around you and everybody. And yes, Jake. He says fastest JQ at the fuel nets. Yes, you was, dude. He was. He, he was rocking really his good. JQ stuff. I love that dude. He was doing bunny hops all over the place with his his bike, telling us cool stories about when he used to to uh, ride. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Um, Joseph, you got any, anything else to say before? No, we go on? he doesn't. All right. Well, thank did you, you, you. Did you tell him cool stories of when you used to run? <laughs> <laughs> this guy just don't stop. He does not stop. You know what? Hey, when I see you again, I, right, Joseph? I got, I got something. I'm gonna smack you so hard. Gonna, it's gonna. It, you're gonna, gonna, gonna hit you so hard. Gonna it's leave gonna, a mark. With what hand? If this, I can hit him with my left hand and hurt him. He's already Listen, felt that. You need to save your energy for breathing, dude. <laughs> I'm gonna slap this guy. Slap oh my god. I'm gonna slap him. And Kyle, I can't forget Kyle. We had Kyle. We did before. have Kyle. Chasing. Kyle was and awesome. He's he, he's military, so he, he he's uh we thank him a lot. But uh, he was a good time, man. He's oh, helping yeah. Pitt, and he's just oh, I was giving him he shit. Comes down here every now and then. Yeah, he's a good dude. So yeah, I like I Kyle. Like Kyle. I, uh, we had see, Kevin Palmer let's and CJ. My, let's see what my Finnish clown wants to say. Are, you claim him now? <laughs> yeah. So I'm I'm finished with his uh. A immigrant, a son of an immigrant. That's what that's what's happening here. We all are. That's that's clone. <laughs> all right. Okay. So, my my I, I wanna I wanna say that I uploaded a video like uh, two and a half hours ago, and this is live, so I can shout it out immediately. So, right I as you finish it. this, you can. 
Okay, why why do you just want to watch the watered down version of what I say, like oh. secondhand information? <laughs> just I also uploaded a video. Just go watch. He did. Guy who has better. He did teach you everything in two months. He did teach you everything you know, Max. Upload so. uh, earlier today. Oh my god! I you... taught you everything, dude. So yep. in a few years, when you start saying stuff that I don't know and I haven't taught you, then then I'll watch your videos. <laughs> Check well, out Max's you, how videos. Do you know I don't say stuff that you don't know. Oh my gosh! Here we go. Yeah, now they're gonna start arguing. I've, wa- I've watched your videos. See, this is why we can't have them. This is why we can't have you <laughs> so, guys. Together. So you're already watching my videos, right? Bye. Yeah. yeah say goodbye. I'll, I'll goodbye, JQ. I'll, I'll I'll get back in another two years. <laughs> goodbye, JQ. Okay. So if you, so if you're not JQ, go watch my video. It's actually pretty pretty fun. So all right, I, okay, I think I'll, I'll go like watch it. Yeah, we just we let JQ go. Um, bye, Max. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's add this this food because he's gonna say something stupid before we leave. You know what? Nitrous. Oh, shout out to all the sponsors before we leave. That's Mayako, TNR Fuels, High Tech, BTRC. Look, he muted my mic. <laughs> this guy is such a. I'm gonna remove him. Um, JQ Racing. I thought Mayako, JQ Racing, and then just mute. Techno RC. <laughs> Blogs oh RC, Papa Willie's Traction Tonic, Racecraft USA, Manscaped, Wally Builds, JQ Threads, Beach RC. Come down and check these guys out. Uh, we're going to do some racing here. Uh, House of RC, go there, sign up. Remember, the competition for the, uh, the last sign of Driven is coming up. And we also have an interview with Raw that we'll be posting up. The patrons will get that first tonight, and then we'll put that out for this week. And then you won't hear, me, hear from me till next week because... I'm going out to Joe Fest for this weekend to geek out with action figures for a little nice. bit with Mike. You're such a nerd. Just like you, dude. Just like you, two inches. Yeah, and, well, um, we don't we don't watch stuff and play with action figures though. That's all right. I didn't play yeah, it. I mean, hey, you know what? Nitro is the glory. <laughs> e buggy pays the bills. If you didn't play with action, action figures, figures when you were so younger, much. you guys are lying to us. You know, and Joyce. Yeah, but he's 47. Nah. So what? <laughs> you know what? And yet, and yet, 38, and you think you're gonna do good in RC again, and that's just over. You're slow. So get Ooh. over. No, nah, I will. Two I inches, will. uncircumcised. Hey, hey, Hamilton is like 36, and Kimi is like over 40, and they're still doing good in real cars. You so. know, what? we gotta end that podcast. It's different. Cars. You can drive cars RC at an older age. Physical. Brent, thank you for your time. You're welcome. Uh, thank you for having us here. And JQ, shut My up. Pleasure. We got to go. Brent, slap Keenan for me. Nitrous to glory. E-Buggy pays the bills. If you ain't grinding, you're <laughs> sliding. Lefty, JQ. JQ is going to die. Max, Brent, and thank you, Nicola, for coming on. We're out. See you guys later. Bye. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening to the No Name RC Podcast. We greatly appreciate all the support and love from you, the listeners. Without all of you, none of this is possible. Special thanks to our patrons on Patreon. If you wish to support the podcast further, you can at patreon.com forward slash NNRC Podcast. As a patron, you will receive early releases, special content, and patron on only giveaways also please follow us on facebook instagram and our website www.nnrcpodcast.com remember nitro is the glory but e-buggy pays the bills if you aren't having fun it doesn't make sense and if you ain't grinding you're sliding lefty out
Nitro is the glory. Nitro is the glory. Nitro is the glory. so bad. <laughs> <laughs> 